Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When it comes to holiday gifting for guys, it's not always so easy. But thanks to Mack Weldon, it's super simple to find something great, no matter which guy you're shopping for. Whether it's Mack Weldon's warm-knit tops, undershirts, or Sunday lounge pants, Mack Weldon has men's basics that are guaranteed to keep everyone on your list comfortable. Mack Weldon is the perfect mixture of comfort and style, and the ease of shopping makes it the perfect holiday gift. Mack Weldon promises comfort and consistent fit, from socks, shirts, and hoodies to underwear, polos, and active shorts. Mack Weldon's wide range of customized fabrics can keep up with you no matter what your day looks like, whether you're working out, going out, going to work, or on a date. And with Weldon Blue, Mack Weldon's totally free loyalty program, you'll get free shipping for life. If you don't like your first pair of underwear, you can keep them and they'll still refund you, no questions asked. Win the gift-giving season and get 20% off your first order. Visit MacWeldon.com slash peasants and enter promo code peasants. That's P-E-A-S-A-N-T-S. That's MacWeldon.com slash peasants, promo code P-E-A-S-A-N-T-S for 20% off. MacWeldon, reinventing men's basics. In the beginning, there was nothing. There was the Drunken Peasants Podcast. I gotta get a win this. No! Say, man, you got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. I don't have facts to back this up. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> That's true. Sometimes I cry. Oh! Miss my butthole, he laughed. <laughs> From the strangest corners of the internet, here to bring you opinions of the world from an altered perspective, here are your hosts, the Drunken Peasants. Hello everybody, welcome, welcome to the Drunken Peasants Fuck Podcast, it. this is episode 812. Uh, eventually the episode numbers are going to get higher than I'm able to count. I think that might be a few more. Uh, so after <laughs> after my uh, counting has reached critical mass, Billy, you're gonna have to start saying the episode numbers. Yeah, I'm I'm really good at counting. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm not the best at counting. I've done a lot of counting in my life. Okay, all right, cool. And that means we're just assuming we're at 812 right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I th- there have been a few occasions where I've gotten it wrong and said the wrong episode number, so, or like I'll be looking at the view count and say the view count instead of the episode number, or like that that sort of thing. Uh, <laughs> episode five hundred ninety. Yeah, 000. yeah, yeah. So 
Oh, Your man. Mike Tyson video, by the way, went over 500,000 views. Yeah, yeah. It's at like 549,000. It's the third highest viewed video on this channel as of right now. Uh, it, it All it needs is about 5,000 more, and it'll surpass the 2016 election episode, if it does. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, wow. Uh, yeah. So a few quick reminders for all of our viewers out there that I have to do, because if I don't do it, no one will know, and no one will do this. We have a color Ben Pie figure, a color figure of me wearing the mask, very nostalgic from back in the day. Uh, it's full <laughs> color, high quality uh, uh Full color inkjet. I'm just going to read this so I sound more intelligent. Four centimeters tall, full color inkjet, high quality material, cured in forge oven. So uh, check it out. Limited supply. Uh, many of them have been purchased, but I do think there are some left. So check the link, order them. Uh, and when you do get yours, send me some pictures because I'd like to see people with their color figures because I don't even have one. I actually do not even have one. <laughs> so, uh, wow. <clears throat> I woke up this morning and Jeff Holiday had tweeted at me a, tr a Twitter thread. Uh, because it, it was involving Nick Fuentes that we were talking about last night. So I thought, you know, we might want to take a look at this and see what happened with Nick. Uh, and... The best intro to play for this would be this next one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can turn off the goddamn internet. <laughs> don't touch me. Don't touch me. TP, are they going to touch me? I love how Wild Bill doesn't look out of place. Ah. Uh, oh. <laughs> um, you know, Asterios was the one that tweeted it at me earlier. Stevie, before you left the call last night, I saw you laughing your ass off to the Joe Biden rap. Yeah, oh God, that was funny <laughs> shit. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> I had to watch it again earlier yeah, today. It's, it's catchy. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> so the first thing I the first image I see in the Nick Fuentes thread, and I had to edit this because I think he was uh using someone's real name that I don't know if it's public or not. Uh so here here it is. Uh this is the first thing I saw. This was from yesterday. Thank you, Chris Xavier. Here comes a uh TTS. Cheers for Stevie. Stevie brings a dark ray of sunshine to the DP universe. Missed last night's EP live, but it was awesome AF. Glad you liked it. Um, so he's complaining because, you know, the Tim cast is a very popular stream that is right leaning, but they don't want to have anything to do with Nick Fuentes. Understandably so. So, yeah, they've had uh, Destiny, the, Stephen Bonnell. Uh, and, and the Plato file, <laughs> blank, sometimes known as Vosh. No, exclusively known as Vosh on the internet. The name that you put there, if that is his real name, which I don't know, uh, he doesn't, doesn't go matter. by that on the internet. So you're posting it to be a cunt like you are, like your fans are. And I'm sure they'll be here eventually. 
Uh, so I can't wait for them to start showing up. Bracing and, for the storm. Yeah, everyone, please <laughs> like the stream because if we get more likes, uh, it'll start showing up and recommended for people, and then. <clears throat> Nick Click. Fuentes fans will come eventually. <laughs> They're so insecure. They're going to have to come here. They cannot not come here and defend their god emperor, Nick. Uh, They're so, going to Zerg rush your chat. <laughs> so if, if you had to do your armchair analysis on this, both of you guys, what, what do you think he's displaying here exactly? Childish country. <laughs> uh, I think there's a mixture of country, but also just complete obliviousness. What gives? Well, this is what gives. Tim Pool doesn't want people to think he's on the right, right? He has to be the most right guy on the show so he can curb all the left ideas into his ideal of his... Um, is he was he a, a classic liberal? Does he go by what I don't know if he Dave goes, Rubin dropped? I don't know if he goes. I don't know if he goes by that. He does claim to be left, but he. I mean, he yeah. is. I mean, he he's a float in the middle. He's a Trump supporter, definitely. He wanted Trump to win. He's always doing this. Oh, a civil war's coming, kind of thing. And he, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he seems right leaning, but I still don't think he wants to get involved. He doesn't want to dip his foot directly in the white nationalist pool. Yeah, he, he's he's playing it right. He's playing it to the point where he can attract both sides without flipping. Get ready, guys. The, the other side. Get ready. Get and ready, guys. Thank yeah. you for the tip train. This is our Saturday episode. We do need to meet that uh, wonderful goal that we've met uh, more than for the last two years plus. So thanks. He feels like one of those people that like floats in the middle because he wants to push people to the right-leaning ideology, and that's the best way to do it. Is yeah. what kind of vibes I've always gotten from Tim Pool. I've always felt that if he didn't go on Joe Rogan with the guy from Twitter, that would have he would have been irrelevant by now because he wouldn't have gotten the boost and popularity he needed. That did yeah. that yeah. did elevate him for sure. He was on Joe Rogan like twice really fast in a short period yep. of time we had him on here before all that because we know his brother better than him and uh <laughs> and he was he was all right like i don't agree with him on everything yeah. but he was cool and everything um and then him and his brother had a dispute over their business and now they're they his brother is suing tim um hmm. uh yeah and he came on here and and told us the whole uh Tim's brother came on here and told us the whole backstory, basically. Oh, boy. Um, now, uh, there's a lot of people who are saying that, are you dense, Billy? Tim Pool is not right. He's not He's not right, uh, uh, right leading. Tim Pool is not right wing. And, he and is. Here's, here's Come the on, deal. man. Don't, don't I, it, even, even if Even if he's not, this is what he actually is. He's the gateway drug to get people who are disenfranchised by the left over to the right. Yeah. If, if if you don't understand that, you're fucking dense. It's don't like come you, at me with that. I'm actually I'm actually a borderline genius. Okay, I play. Magic I mean, you don't even need to be a genius to realize that. <laughs> play magic. You don't need to be a genius to look at him and realize that he 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 portrays an image of being somewhere on the political spectrum that he isn't actually at. He's actually further than that. I know yeah. what I'm talking about. I have an exodia. Um, so, <laughs> so I wanted to play before we, before we dive any deeper into some of the people watching right now might not even know who Nick Fuentes is. I, I just want, for those of you that are watching right now, you're not aware of Nick Fuentes. I think most of you are, but I just want you to get a taste of what he's like. 
will watch a couple minutes of 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 him talking and then you can give me your opinions on him and then I'll show you the rest of the stuff that happened to him and I'm guessing you'll probably be like yeah that cunt deserved it here we go <laughs> Latino Groip versus I know it's not related to the current topic but what would AF do about homelessness and food insecurity All right so here's Nick Fuentes <laughs> With his take on what should be done with homelessness and food insecurity. Big problems right now that we're experiencing. Well, the food insecurity thing to me is basically a meme. <laughs> okay, it's not a meme to people who are starving. Yep. Not a meme. Yeah, those Ethiopians are the best memers out there. Yeah. <laughs> How the they way, don't have any fucking food. The way their fucking ribs just stick out of their body like that, that's a funny meme. <laughs> it's the funniest meme since Pepe the Frog. <laughs> Based uh. and starve-pilled. <laughs> um, and, uh... Homeless people have to be institutionalized. I mean, a lot of them are homeless because they're on drugs or they're insane. And so, people that are on drugs or insane sorry, should be put in facilities run by the government. You sound like a socialist. So you think anyone that's homeless should just be, uh, the government should pay for a facility to just put them in. And like, with the amount of homeless that we have, is he going to foot the bill for that? Or is he going to say, I don't want to pay more taxes it, for my actuary It almost sounds like he's saying the government should build homes for the homeless, like, uh, with their yeah. own money. <laughs> we actually have about, what, half a million homeless and 17 million empty homes in America? So, yeah. like, there's a lot more empty homes than there are homeless. But we can't deal with that because, you know, property value assets... Uh, versus human lives. So obviously, property yeah. wins. And they That's why, you know, when I was living in Nevada, you'd see these housing developments built in the fucking middle of the desert, and there weren't enough home buyers to fill them. So it's just there they sit. You know, yeah. where are we going to put the homeless people? Didn't they, didn't they have a big boom before 9 11? And uh, when 9 11 hit, people just stopped traveling to Vegas and they didn't yeah. <laughs> people to move in. Yeah. yeah. They were building like crazy before then. Yeah. Oh, real yeah, estate. Like, whole sections were real just estate. like boom. Done. Real estate's pretty cheap in Nevada. Get off the streets. Mm -hmm. And basically, we should buy one of those, like, snow plows and just drive it on the sidewalks at night and scoop them all up and just put them somewhere else. <laughs> because, um, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm all for charity. I'm all for helping people out. But these are people that cannot help themselves. And you can't help people that can't help themselves. They just have to I'm be gonna put. Sam Boney, the homeless. That's right. my solution. Yeah, because people take this guy seriously. I I don't know. I'm starting to think maybe people just follow him for the meme. Like it's funny to be edgy and be like, "Yeah, Hitler, Hitler's Cookie Monster." Ha ha. Yeah, ha, ha, fuck you guys. It's like I, I don't know if anybody's serious about this. I don't know, but hashtag Zamboni the homeless is kind of funny. <laughs> Somewhere and taken yeah. care of and. Uh, you know, but we can't have society crumble to the ground and we, we can't have our city streets taken over and occupied by people because uh, we feel bad for them. I'm, I'm sorry, but it I mean, uh, people can say you think he's a troll and I guess there's a chance that he is. But currently, this guy, this troll is going to the Capitol buildings in all of these different states where the election is being contested by Trump and holding rallies of hundreds, if not thousands of people that are pissed off and want to overturn the election. So, 
I mean, <laughs> it's he has a he has an audience. He has power in his own in his own right. Uh, I so it sounds like he's very serious about it then, because I mean he's talking about this with such conviction. Like he he legitimately sounds like he believes his bullshit. Yeah, it's just there has to be a better way. So. You know, a lot of these people, they literally just have to be put in something like jail. And not like jail in the sense that they, uh, you know, that they're like imprisoned or something. Okay, so either it's jail or it's <laughs> so housing. Okay. The only difference between jail and housing, like, like at its base level, is like jail you can't leave. It's like a place you live that you're not allowed to leave. And then housing you can leave if you want. And it's like... And it's yeah, it's it's easier to get drugs in jail as well. I was reading this comic called Judge Dredd, and I saw this great idea called ISO cubes for people and just block them in cubes and they get rid of the homeless. I mean, it's not to say that the you know, homeless problem doesn't get bad in places like you can see the side of the freeway here is like tent cities from one median underneath the overpasses to the next. And I mean, it is a problem, but I don't really see that that's his solution to it is very sensible. I I Especially do think, he's the guy who hates socialism, you know? Yeah, he does. Well, he's definitely going off on a social tangent here. It is. Socialist tangent. It is. I, I, I don't think ISO cubes would be that bad for, like, heroin addicts. They, uh, go on, they go in the cube, you give them enough heroin to just keep them dosed up every day. <laughs> they definitely have to be institutionalized. How to clean up Seattle. Because <laughs> that's what you see. You know, these are not people that are, like, they can't afford a home or they can't have a home. It's people that, like, can't do anything. They can't. They're like they they just are failed people, and they're people that, without drastic intervention, will not be able to be self reliant and independent. What do you do with people like that? Well, I'll tell you what you can't do with them: scatter them all across the city. And do Do you mean disabled people? I I don't know. The it's very unclear who exactly he's talking about. He means just homeless people in general. They need to go to something almost like jail that the government's going to pay for. <laughs> and the taxes are going to pay for the government's paying of it. Yeah. Right. Some and, homeless uh, people do go to jail. Like they'll commit that is a small true. crime to yeah, get locked that's up. Very for the true. That is true. They, they want to sometimes. Yeah. I yeah. was locked up with a guy who literally broke a fucking window because he's like, I needed a roof for the weekend. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I've seen. Yeah, that happens. He's Nick Fuentes in his utopia, his garbage island <laughs> utopia. Fuentopia. He, he wants. Home, he doesn't want to see homeless people. So if you're homeless, you got to go to home jail. I guess instead of instead of building a wall, Trump should have ran that he was going to build Trump towers all over and just house people like affordable housing for for everybody, homeless people, everything. And lift the Trump tower. That's not that's not going to work anymore. So maybe we uh, (laughs) maybe we open up a big facility somewhere and uh, ship them out over there, and maybe they can make license plates or something. I don't know. So slavery. So you want to make them into slaves is what you're saying. Maybe they can name them gulags. Yeah, I don't know. Make <laughs> license know. plates. I don't really or, know anything. I just my- say crazy shit, then take it back immediately afterwards. What? <laughs> someone in someone in the chat uh, said many of them should be in mental hospitals, and that's probably true. But uh, in a for-profit uh, medical infrastructure that we have, their only mental hospitals are only going to take in people uh, who can afford to pay to be there, or their families yep. can afford to keep them there. 
there's no uh like there's no public mental hospitals that just do that for free that I'm aware of. Yeah, my people in my family really worked, people in my family worked for like facilities for people who couldn't live on their own due to mental problems. And yeah, uh it, it's probably good. over over the last thirty years you would see how underfunded and, and even less funded things got to the point where the big facilities yeah. that would house people would then be contracted out to smaller houses and then they actually move people into neighborhoods, fill them in houses, overpack the houses, and maybe uh weird shit would go down in these houses because they didn't have the super the supervision they would have in a, a bigger facility. Right. Damn. Yeah. I So the um, accountability and the standards go down just with the funding. Damn. It can, yeah. Or you can have a good house with good people in it. It's it's fifty hmm. fifty, right? You don't really know what you're getting into. Fine yeah. rare earth minerals. <laughs> Something like that. Uh they could build Trump's border wall, but this is not working. It's not working when they're going to uh, start shining your shoes and then they demand $50. I mean, like, that's not going to work. The border wall is never happening, and I told everyone that thought it was, all of you naive, cunty fucks that thought it was actually going to happen, <laughs> I told you it won't. Uh, not only did I didn't not think it was going to happen because uh, it, it's, it, it was a waste of time, and it, that it was ineffective, but I didn't think it was going to happen because you couldn't accomplish such a logistic f feat in nope. such a short period of time, too. No, uh, nobody figured the, what the engineering costs on that would be. Just like, how do you, how big maintain of a fucking it? feat to, yeah, just to build it? Yeah. It, and, you know? and like, people are like, oh, they had the Berlin Wall. Oh, they have a wall in, in Israel. It's like, do you realize the, the difference in, in distance you're talking about here? Like, yeah, the, the Berlin Wall wasn't really shit. It was, it was not, the fact that you get shot if you went near it. It wasn't over a thousand <laughs> miles long, like the like nope. the U.S. Mexico border. It's insane. Nope. It's not going to work that you come outside Walgreens and they ambush you asking to buy them Gatorade. That's not going to work anymore. So you imprison so you'll have them. To find a new well, way to get Gatorade, Nick. I'm sorry. You institutionalize <laughs> them for Gatorade? and maybe I've you think about asking for Gatorade. Gatorade. you ascertain which ones are able to be freed. And maybe you get him. Um, Damn! Uh, it's like you know, a subtle way he talks about this. Or maybe they can demonstrate their self-reliance, and then you you. Someone said, "What about China's wall? Uh, China's wall was effective a thousand years ago, and now yeah. uh, it doesn't do shit." Like, yep. and and that's a real wall, by the way, too. That was actually built. It's a solid wall. It's not a bunch of fencing people can climb over. We actually yeah, have video of people. Yeah, I, I mean, we have video of people climbing over this wall, this fence, in like a matter of like 30 seconds, climbing up and then down on it on the other side. I'd love to see someone do that on the Great Wall of China. Something tells me that'd be a lot more difficult. <laughs> At least them. Spider-Man. Right. But um, <laughs> step one is you're going to have to gather them all up and you're going to have to put them inside somewhere where they can't leave. That's got to be part number one. And I'm you not even turn joking. I'm literally I mean, not uh, even joking. Because that's what they used to do. Because people like this would just be in institutions. They would be in mental hospitals. Um, you know. Yeah, and then the institutions got defunded because the government didn't want to spend any more money on these people. And now they're out in the streets. GG... This is your fault, anti-socialism. 
And a lot of the big facilities were in fucking horrible conditions, too. A lot of them got shut down by the government because they were just like fucking cathedrals of abuse for these poor people. So it's like, you know, the solution isn't sensible, dude. Yeah, watch uh, watch One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I actually watched that the other night yeah. on Netflix. But it's it. And if you live in a city, you know it's out of control and it's in every city. Boston, even in just the past four years. When I went to school there, it wasn't that bad. I went there in January, and it was night and day. He got kicked out of this school that he's talking, like, uh, he, he, uh, he, uh, I guess enrolled in Boston University and then got kicked out because they figured out what he was doing there. Um, yeah. Hmm. They have a real problem now. Homeless people everywhere. They're all over D.C. They're all over Atlanta. They're all over L.A. and San Francisco. Okay, yeah. There's a. You make we, it sound like a zombie apocalypse. It's, it's almost like, like there's Park. a. It's almost like there's a problem that needs to be resolved. Like not not yeah. just simply removing the people, but preventing the people from becoming homeless. Like you could put every person that's homeless in one of your weird homeless shelter things today there would be new people becoming home the, homelessness isn't a race it's not like you're born homeless <laughs> like through dna you have to attain grace in order to fall from it right <laughs> andrew alton uh, just gave a super chat and said how come those who preach life is sacred come up with the most inhuman and anti-life solution exactly well that's yep. it's yeah, I mean, it's true. What are you yeah. doing in that fucking GIF <laughs> with the super chat background? Oh, uh, I was I was impersonating someone. Miami, they're oh, everywhere. I thought you were sharding at like a thousand miles an hour. I was impersonating <laughs> some. I was impersonating someone that does that. And yeah. they like it's not right because we are trying to live in a society here. Hey, excuse me, I'm trying to live, in a, live in a society here. And they're in the streets, and they're a public safety hazard. They're doing drugs in the streets. They're leaving their needles everywhere. They're defecating in the streets. They're spreading disease in the streets. They're like a human biohazard. They're like a bioweapon. Not only that, but also... <laughs> You're worried about them being the bioweapon when literally anyone can be a bioweapon now and take out, like, dozens of people? One sneeze can kill, like, 30 people now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Oftentimes they're aggressive. And why should that be our problem? People that live in cities pay lots of money to live in cities. You pay high property taxes. You pay a high cost of living. Jeez, and I uh, wonder why these people went homeless. Yeah. $3,500 a month rent's just so easy. I don't know what the fuck these people are doing. Get some fucking cash together. You're supposed to get something for that. You're supposed to get public services. What's more, our cities are supposed to be a reflection on our country. People come into this country and they see it's dirty. It's it's you've got scum everywhere. You've got drug people that are drugged out. In I mean, what a what a Ugh. gross over exaggeration. I mean, I, all cities are going to have their kind of slummy areas, no matter what. There's no it's city. It's not like the whole of America looks like North Las Vegas. Okay, well, like, it's not that bad. I mean, like you would have thought th this past <laughs> summer, you would have thought all of C literally like the whole city of Seattle was chop 
basically. Yeah. By the way they were talking like about a tiny it. tiny area. Like, I walk out my front door, and there's, like, a communist gathering, like, like right out front of my house. You know? Wow. Like, it's not like that. There was one part of the city that you could easily avoid if you didn't want to get involved in that. I mean... <laughs> I don't know. They, they, he's, he's portraying like, oh, the whole. Obviously, cities can be dirty too. I mean, when you get a bunch of people all living closer together in one place. Um, well, yeah, I mean, you know, and it's also another reason why these people are homeless is because civic services and, and welfare services for people fucking suck ass, and not everybody can fucking qualify for that stuff nowadays just for a bunch of arbitrary reasons. Yeah. Like people trying to get on disability when they need to be on disability get denied a hundred billion times. It's through no fault of the person trying to apply at all. Yeah. You know, so yeah. your utopia government, dude, does not fucking work the way that you want it to. That's the government's fault. You don't have to blame the people that are being basically victimized by it that way. Yeah, so his his shit is just exaggerations. Uh, mm -hmm. He's trying to say, oh, the cities are supposed to reflect America, but they're so dirty and so scummy. There are places that are that way, and uh, a lot of it has to do with economic disparity, um, yeah. mental illness, it's it's funny, like the most pristine, clean parts of the country are all these huge suburban neighborhoods where the houses are like two or three million bucks and all these snobby rich people don't do a fucking thing to help their surrounding communities. You know, it's always the communities that are around places like that that are always dirty and shit. I wonder why. They should be so clean because they share with such Christian conservative fucking people that are so charitable. <laughs> the, way, uh, the way the media per portrayed CHOP in Seattle, like... I had people because I live in Seattle, but I'm originally from the Midwest and I had people like that. I knew from the Midwest being like, what's it like over there? It's like I live. I live like more than 20 <laughs> minutes away from where that shit was happening. Like I could have what's not like even living in RoboCop. <laughs> right. That's you would have thought it was like that because I, I mean, like literally if I wouldn't have had like the Internet or TV or anything, I could have went this whole summer without even knowing that shit was happening because I didn't see yeah. anything yeah. like anywhere near me that would have indicated that shit was going on. And, and if you want to know what it was like down there, it was like a poorly ran uh, concert. Like like a, a big a big festival. That's, yeah, that's I, totally kind of the vibe I got from seeing the pictures of it. Yeah, actually, I think there were more murders and rapes at Woodstock '99 than Chop. Thanks. Were there murders there? Uh, yeah. I don't know. There were rapes there, though. There weren't murders, but people died when Limp Biscuit's set got out of fucking hand, yeah. and people were crushed and shit. Yeah. Thanks, Fred Durst. I don't know whether or not you should have gotten in trouble for that. <laughs> he should have gotten in trouble for that movie. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. That he made that we watched. What was that called again? What was Population four thirty six. No, no we, the one we watched was uh, uh, the fan. I think the fanatic. Oh, he the, made another. He made another. He made it. He yeah, made with, a rip off of uh, what is it? Wicker Man. 
He, oh, made, really? he yeah. made a movie called The Fanatic, and it's this crazy fan that stalks uh, people that he idolizes from movies, and uh, wow. it's John Travolta playing this like very. <laughs> I gotta so, watch this. Yeah, shit. oh, it's Subway. so bad. You got it. You should. Yeah, he watch made it. A, a ripoff of The Wicker Man called Population Four Thirty Six, and it actually isn't terrible, but he's in it as a weird cameo, and that was the first time I'd found out that Fred Durst has directed shit. Amazing. Like he's public- alright with music videos, but he did a whole movie. I'm like, what the fuck? All right. Transportation I, I and out his city movies. Okay. You know what his movies are all about? <sighs> what? They're like, all about. Want... He said she. Oh god. Okay, let's move on. The street, sometimes just outside the Capitol. This is no way to live. It's dangerous. It's hazardous. It's not right. We don't deserve this. It's unbecoming, and um, we have to get serious about that. So these people. I mean, look. If you can't take care of yourself, well, then the government will take care of you, and and you're probably not going to like it. But that's the way it has to be. So. Yeah, you know, I'm not in favor of, of like killing them or anything. I'm not in favor of like uh, <laughs> well, harming or abusing them. Hey guys, he doesn't want to kill them, okay? But uh, but clearly, people want to put them in an ISO box and have them make license plates. People I don't that want are in to the kill them myself. I just want really poor government infrastructure to slowly choke the life out of them. It would really be <laughs> interesting to see how much the homeless cost us as taxpayers. Yeah, and if there would be an answer that would save us money, that would also be far more humane. Here, so here's some of Nick's tweets. He was tweeting while this was happening. Here's um, the best. I never refused to wear the mask, but the flight attendant had the plane go back to the gate and had me removed because of my attitude. Power trip. I got up and I looked him in the eyes and said, "Hey, fuck you." He replies, "Enjoy your time in Chicago." I said, "Yeah, he's shit." Oh no! Yeah, this is good boy, Nick. Good boy. I'll take things that didn't happen for two hundred. And this is why I have to get kicked off my flight to PA because my mask isn't covering my nose. Yep, just got kicked off. Yeah. (laughs) And then someone made this uh, meme: him arguing with the flight attendant, him eating the booger. (laughs) He's eating the booger right there. Get, Get off the plane with your attitude. Hey, hey, fuck, fuck you. you. Enjoy your time in Chicago. Yeah, eat shit. <laughs> okay, and here's here's the granddaddy of them all though. This this is the this is the post. Obviously, this is just a screenshot from a random comment in a Discord. Who knows if what this person says is true, but I will say that if you tweet this at Nick Fuentes, you will be blocked. Immediately. Yeah. We're not saying this is true. What we're saying is this is gospel. This is in huh. the Bible now. It, it's to be believed on faith and faith alone. Cool, friendly guy. So, noted fascist and dumbass Nick Fuentes went to the same high school as me and graduated a couple years after me. In high school, he was a notorious weenie and shit his pants running the mile. If you reply to one of his tweets pointing this out, He'll block you almost immediately. And if you just tweet it yourself without even tagging him, he might too because he name searches like crazy. But he wasn't a fash in high school at all. He started being a MAGA guy because, in his own words, it was profitable. Okay, so he revealed, I guess, to his fellow students at his high school that, yeah, I'm doing this right now because you're making... And and it's true. Especially... Wait, he's that young? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, right. I think he's only 22 or 23 right now. Motherfucker, in his videos, he looks like he's 35 or something. He's aging terribly. Uh, what, does he eat cigarettes? He almost looks like a weird ventriloquist puppet that came to life. <laughs> he does. He's like a Pinocchio almost. Um, he's a real Pull boy. Pull the string in my back and I'll say fascist shit. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, please like the stream if you haven't already. Uh, it really helps the stream. And, and we're already getting people. Uh, feel free to argue with the with the idiots uh, trying to defend Nick Fuentes stuff. It's It's kind of funny. All right. They're not idiots, Ben. They're part of the Booger Brigade. Uh, the Booger oh, Brigade. definitely not idiots, then, because boogers they they're they're known to be good for your brain. Yeah, they're um, brain food. They, yeah, they come brain from food. brain matter that you're recycling out your nostril. So so uh, after. Oh, I'm sorry. I I want to say he was running a mile. Does that mean like in gym class? What's running? Yeah, a in mile? gym class you run the mile, right? Every every Friday you would run the mile. And he shit his pants. He did his shit in his pants while now, running the mile. Now, here's the thing. If someone spread this rumor about me, like, it's so, it's like, it, it's such a nothing. I'd be like, yeah, I shit my pants. Ha! Like, whatever. Like, shitting your pants. Whatever. Dude, Why? I, exactly. some of my, some of my best stories are about I know yours. You unapologetically <laughs> shit your pants. <laughs> Proudly. Yeah. <laughs> so after he graduated, everyone he knew lost all respect for him and wouldn't talk to him. So one Christmas break, he bought a massive amount of weed and offered to smoke people out. <laughs> I would not smoke weed that he gave me. I would think he was a narc. I would think he was going to turn me in for smoking weed. He'd be like, yeah, I, yeah, that long haired guy has weed. He tried to get me to smoke yeah. it. You want to so, kick a little puff off the devil's lettuce? So the punchline here is he bought a massive amount of weed and offered to smoke people out, and everyone said no. <laughs> <laughs> That's hard to do, so he, right? So yeah, yeah. So in response, he went on this huge now-deleted Twitter rant at 6 a.m. Christmas Day going on about how marijuana is the devil and makes you a communist or whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. This is, why, this is why he doesn't like women. I don't think that's why. I, I was. I wanted this story to reveal that he was like he shit his pants while kissing a boy behind the bleachers or something. But <laughs> but keep in mind, I, this guy has a lot of followers and views. Yeah, <laughs> he makes you a communist or whatever. And people replied to it with screenshots of him texting them, offering to smoke him out. LMAO. <laughs> He enrolled at Boston University too, in his own words, engaged liberals at one of the most left-wing schools in America in political debate. Okay, so so here's the thing: uh, if if a school gets wind that you're coming to their school to cause trouble like this and cause them a PR nightmare, they're just not going to let you in, or they're going to kick you out. Yeah. Yeah, and but- I've seen it happen to liberals too. I've seen, I've seen, I, I've. I knew a few people who got uh, expelled from their college uh, or either that or they got their scholarships removed because Fuck. they were involved in the whole Occupy movement. And they went to, they they protested on campus at uh, events that they weren't supposed to be at uh, and they got arrested. Like one girl I knew, uh, she got arrested doing an Occupy protest and they took away her her scholarship and everything. So it goes both ways. If you if you act like a dumbass and get arrested or protest during like a, an assembly or whatever or a lecture, 
you're going to get in trouble. And I think you should, no matter what side you're on. But this is what we have to uh, really uh, realize here. Uh, the two faces of Fuentes, he said he engaged liberals at one of the most left-wing schools in America in a political debate as his reason to go to Boston University. But he got in because of legacy admissions and a legacy student scholarship. Mm. And then dropped out after shocker. No one would talk to him because he was a virulent fascist. Yeah. Wow. Then he tried to attend Auburn, but they rescinded his admission after learning he was at Charlottesville. Now his parents bankroll him, and he spends his free time fighting with the church across the street from his parents' house over their decision to fly a pride flag. <laughs> okay, and I do want to point out that the, there's a few things that I've heard him say recently that kind of lend credibility to the thing like about his parents funding him. Um, he, I, I saw recently he was doing a stream and he has all these new Christmas decorations and he said his grandmother bought him Christmas decorations to show on his streams. So his grandmother watches his streams and buys him like a, a nativity scene. That's <laughs> yeah. kind of cute. Is it? <laughs> yeah. And a cool friendly guy ends it with just wanted to share how pathetic this dude is. <laughs> So we don't know if that's real or not, but uh, it it is. Test the theory. <laughs> just 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 tweet the go into one of Nick Fuentes' threads, uh, get this screenshot, and just tweet it at him. Um, and and see if you get blocked. Or maybe we'll get an answer. Maybe he'll, you know what he could just say that's a lie. Either, I would either say that's a lie. That's not true. Uh, this guy probably didn't even really go to school with me. Or, yeah, I shit my pants. Yeah, I mean, not saying anything kind of lends a little credibility to it, because isn't that something the person does out of embarrassment? <laughs> you know? I mean, you're just saying that Pepto-Bismol and Gatorade are two different things. You don't want to drink one <laughs> or you know of the two before running. Miralax. Miralax. <laughs> Miralax Sport. Yeah. Uh -oh. <laughs> All right. So now, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say now. Every time I go to the store, the homeless are outside begging me to buy them some Pepto. Yeah, here he is. So to get about the store, I just run around a few laps and shit all over them. See his Christmas decorations. <laughs> a little addition to the a little weird Christmas set. I know I. Uh, went live yesterday with a couple of Christmas decorations. I had the Nutcracker, the Snow Globe, which is my favorite. I love the Snow Globe. That's what it's called, right? It reminds him of cocaine. Water Globe, Snow Globe. <laughs> Coke Globe. Anyway, and I said the other day, I haven't had much time to go shopping for decorations because I've been flying everywhere. <clears throat> I was in Phoenix, Atlanta, D.C., doesn't end, and I'll probably be flying out on Friday to Pennsylvania. You get kicked off even more flights. Yeah, yeah. So this was right before. <laughs> this was right before he got kicked off the flight, and later on he talks about how he's going to go to Pennsylvania. You know, whether or wow. not he's genuine or not, <laughs> this is prime for someone like him to make some money and get a ton of attention because all these idiots that believe Trump didn't lose. He can just rally them together, and he can be a figurehead for them, and they'll give yeah. him financial and attention. You know, they'll give him support 
both financially and giving him attention and spreading this word. So I know why oh, he's yeah. acting on this. I know why he's trying to fly all over the country. More on that in a moment, but you get it. I've been busy. I've been traveling. I picked up a couple of things at Target, and actually my grandma gave me this my top nativity set, which is it's a very nice one, and I guess she was why why do you have uh why is there a naked baby on your show nick like why a do you, nude baby yeah why do you have a li- that's kind of creepy how you have a little ceramic figurine of a nude baby i don't know man well i guess i guess I it's know. like to celebrate the birth of like this cult figure <laughs> jesus christ i think he just I likes having little ceramic figures of nude babies I don't know what kind of degeneracy is this. Baby Jesus figures, kind of. They do kind of that. That Mary though really does kind of look like a deal though. <laughs> Watching my show last she, night, and she, she said has the to classic my, banana shape. Yeah, um, she's shaped like something that goes up a a bum with like a, a reservoir tip to inch in initially <laughs> before gaping to the entire the full Mary. Because you never want you don't want to go full Mary right off the top, right? No, no, you don't. Said you know. It's That's a Christian a trip to the movement. ER. It's a Christian show. It's Christmas time. He should have something Christian on the set, and it's true. You know, I guess a nutcracker and a snow globe with snowmen is Christmas-like, but the reason for the season is the birth of Jesus Christ. So she said he should have a nativity scene, and she gave me The reason her. for the season was to get pagans on board with Christianity. That's the reason for most holidays. A lot of the holidays we celebrate, like Halloween, is one too. Uh, yeah, it, it, they they put the Feast of All Saints Day right next to Halloween to make it like, you know, the la- the the day before uh, the uh, the spirits of all the saints come and rid the world of all these evil spirits. Uh, from it's a bunch of good excuses to get drunk. From Sam Hain. yeah, oh, dude, St. Patrick's Day is the greatest holiday for like it's oh, like yeah. it. it the only reason it exists is like, you know, drink. There, there have never, there were no snakes in Ireland. Okay. So big shout out to my grandmother. Very much appreciated. It's a, it's a really nice nativity scene. I think I had one on the show a few years ago, but much smaller. Um, I, I don't know even where I found it, but this is like a, a serious one. So I really appreciate it, and it means all the more to me because she's not doing so hot lately. She's having some. You know, pretty much Probably every, from watching your show. You know, pretty much <laughs> every religion has a prophecy that says people won't believe it. Yep. <laughs> kind of funny how that works. Health problems. You might think this is bullshit, but... Yeah, because it's like... Because, like, Christians will be like, hey, the Bible said you there people like you wouldn't believe in it. I'm like, okay, well, the Quran also says that people wouldn't believe in it, so that's wrong, but the Bible's right for saying it? Because I know you don't believe in the Quran, right? So, it, it's they always throw in that caveat because they know it's fucking too stupid to believe in. <laughs> so they could be like, oh, see? Yeah, they predicted you do this. This ridiculous thing that I'm telling you happened. That's why. But also, you can predictably say people won't believe in literally anything, including uh, wearing a mask helps to prevent the spread of COVID, right? Sure. People, but, but there's things that. It's, it's very easy to, to say that. Right. But, you know, like talking snakes and virgins giving birth is even harder to believe. 
You would see. You would think that way, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like taking Cannibal Corpse album art and spare. saying, "See, this really happened." She's uh, <laughs> she's very sick. Um, but but we're praying for her to get better. And you know, I gotta say, she gave me this nativity scene, and it totally fits with what's been going on because. Because what what you mean? My grandma's what, dying, but thanks for the nativity it, scene. It yeah. totally fits what's been going on at my place. We've got naked babies laying around everywhere. <laughs> In a lot of ways, you know, when, when I, I was growing baby, up, a whole bunch of dudes I never met before went over to give me a bunch of presents. So yeah, it fits what's going on in my household. <laughs> it was it was my grandmother that got me involved with politics. She was always talking politics. And she's also, I think, a big inspiration for faith. You know, growing up, she always had a very strong faith in God, uh, which she instilled in me. And it's one of the reasons why I'm passionate about politics. It's one of the reasons why I have such a strong faith in... It's one of the reasons why you're such a fucking weenie, because you were raised by your grandma, because your parents were too busy not raising you, just giving you money to live your stupid fucking twerp life. GG, well played. Reminds me of Clerks, too. Yeah, you know what? Come to think of it, my grandma was a bit of a racist, wasn't she? Uh, he li- <laughs> you know what? He lives in Chicago, so he knows that not every square inch of the city is just filled with trash and crime and homeless people. Even Chicago, you know? <laughs> Illinois is a big fucking state. Chicago is not the whole of Illinois. Right, but he lives in Chicago, and there's still nice parts of Chicago. There's still upscale, rich, nice, clean parts of Chicago. Oh, there are. There's a lot. Yeah. But if you do go down to the south side of Chicago to hit up a White Castle, it's going to get a little funky. Or if you go over Mm -hmm. near uh, Gary, Indiana, like if you go to the east side of Chicago. Gary, Indiana is fucking crazy. I watched a thing about that place. It's like you do not stop at stop signs or stoplights, man. I've driven through rolling stops everywhere. It's basically uh, it's basically a suburb of Chicago that happens to be over the border of Indiana. I think they're even in Gary. I think that's the only part of indiana that's in the central time zone the rest of it's on eastern time um because gary is basically part of the chicago land area but yeah it's really bad there michael jackson actually grew up there like he he, like when his family was very poor before they hit it big um Mm. and like it's yeah i've driven through it it looks pretty bad when when i moved from ohio to seattle i drove through gary indiana on my way yeah i've heard its murder rate is fucking yeah. crazy yeah <laughs> the murder rate the murder rate in gary indiana is 120 percent they it? have to ship people in <laughs> to be murdered <laughs> it's, it's, it's like ship people. on which makes We're things downsizing seem- ron you're going to gary <laughs> hopeless oh, shit. so uh so it's a very special thing and i think it adds a lot to the show and it's it's a very nice thing. So so thank you very much. I'm sure she's watching, and you know I love her to pieces. But um, but now now we have a little bit of a Christian iconography. Very nice, right? These ceramic pieces. We've got Mary and Joseph and the baby Jesus. What are you watching? Is this <laughs> My VC fucking ass. I was yeah. just gonna say that <laughs> Joseph got for forty four ninety five. Joseph was laying at the, the dildo. Yeah. The dildo-shaped Mary laying above the naked porcelain Christ, baby. Mom, she brought it over today, and she says, she's telling me, it's very sleek, it's very elegant, and she must have told me, I think, a hundred times, no, no, it's very sleek, it's very elegant, it's like cool, It'll it's slide sleek, right it's in. elegant, elegant and sleek. <laughs> 
And she's right. It did not disappoint. It is both of those things. It's a very cool. I've got one right here in my butt while I sit. Yeah. So there's <laughs> Mr. Sleek Nana Baba. I don't even know it's there. Ooh, oh. <laughs> All right. So we're going to move from Nick into uh, Trumpster Bob. Trumpster Bob. Trumpster Bob. Yep. Sterling Joe. We got Muslims here. Oh. It's a 60% Muslim pop population in Milwaukee now. That is not true. The American people in, in that state should take Going up Going from a dumb dumpster to a dumb Trumpster. Exactly. <laughs> He's still both. So there are a lot of Muslims uh, in Minnesota. They're Somali, they're, they're Somali uh, refugees. From uh, there, there was a refugee crisis in Africa that came out of Somalia, and a bunch of them came uh, seeked asylum in the United States. So there are a, a good amount of Muslims from Somalia and and other places, but the majority of Muslims in in Minnesota are from Somalia, uh, and, and and you know, like there's been several generations of them now since they came over. That's what he's talking about, but it's not sixty percent. He just makes everything up. It's insane. Being and go shoot, time, I would know. Every fucking Muslim in Milwaukee right now. The <clears throat> goddamn sure can't arrest a million of you. There's not a million of them. The yeah. fuck they gonna put you in a camp? Big fucking deal. Yeah, I know you're just salivating at the thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> Muslim death camps. You'd you'd love to see that happen, wouldn't you? Ugh. People love fishing. Huh? Yeah, just imagine if things go the wrong way in America still today. If you listen to every Primus now, album at once, you'd get this guy. <laughs> there won't be no American out there fishing. What? What you'll have is fished out ocean. That's what you'll have. No fish what? in fucking sight any, in any lake, in any fucking ocean. How? How? I, I want to hear why this would happen. We're around America. Because if it's anything other than like an environmental issue that would cause all the fish in the ocean to die, is is he going to claim? Um, let's see. Let's see. There won't be no the crab Muslims or lobster to be seen nowhere. Because the fucking Muslims will take over and fucking fish it out like they always do because they're stupid. <laughs> so the Muslims, the Muslims are going to fish so much that they're going to the, the ocean's just going to be empty of fish because the Muslims I'm are going to overfish. I love that reason to hate the Muslims. Like, like a lot of the reasons to hate the Muslims, they're so passe, right? But, but because they're gonna fish all the fish out of the river, <laughs> out of the ocean, the literal That's ocean. Why you see them all in the sporting goods section of Walmart, trying to get them baits up there, the, dang old eat them all. Up there. The vast and deep ocean. Will be uh, the the Muslims will just fish the fuck out of the ocean and there'll be no more yeah, fish down left. There and bang on submarine, bump up on the side of it. It's like, I'm doing what the fuck are you doing down here? <laughs> doing I'm doing the needle to fish. <laughs> Muslim people are that fucking stupid. Well, it sounds like they're pretty smart if they can figure out how to fish the all of the fish out of the ocean. That sounds yeah. pretty brilliant. The Japanese will ask him, "How the fuck did you do it?" Right. <laughs> That's what you call evil. Folks. All right, so Trump Sir Bob.exe has stopped working. <laughs> that was maybe next level stupid. I know. <laughs> but, yeah. but how how ballsy 
brilliantly stupid. Because they're going to overfish your river. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell am I going to do on my weekends now? All these Muslims are putting all the fish. I think Trump's raised something like $207 million to support his uh, efforts to combat this rigged, uh, stolen election. Yep. What now? <laughs> Trump's raised like two hundred and seven million dollars. He's he's pocketing that shit. Well, uh, half of it when you when you sign up, half of it uh, straight up goes towards him pocketing it when you sign right, up for it. Right, and and then the rest he can do whatever he wants with. And all of these lawsuits are getting thrown out, so he's not going to have these huge legal fees. Uh, Giuliani's making twenty thousand dollars a day. Hey. Feel good about donating that money, dumbasses. As, as much as I don't, <laughs> as much as I don't like Giuliani, I, I got to give him credit for the grift because all these fucking bozo idiots are giving the money away. You guys are stupid. Yep. You're fun. You're you're literally just giving your money to Donald Trump for him to get rich. He's not going to win yep. the election. It's it's over. You're literally just making him richer. You're giving. I mean, I don't I mean, get it. Even even if he does flip the election over you still got grifted he's a supposed billionaire yeah. he can't afford to pocket he can't afford to pay for his own fucking uh election fight he's making you pay the fucking poor people who put him in the white house and gave him access to these amenities that he he, he normally wouldn't pay for because he's a fucking cheap bastard and now we pay for his shit I'll tell you how he's playing forward to the chance. He built four new Trump Towers, each one of them are four stories. You know what? It's on the libs. That's why I greatly remortgaged my house for Danny Trump. <laughs> yeah. I want to see uh, I want to see G-Man, Trumpster Bob, Brett Keen, and Vaughn Helton live in a streamer house together. <laughs> I'd be watching that 24-7. Yeah. There's yeah, just, just one crock pot in the middle of the house they feed off chili. of together. Yeah, <laughs> they're running around farting and spitting and being racist and hating. They love each other for like six hours a day and hate each other. The other 18. <laughs> I would pay to actually watch. Uh, fuck it. I wouldn't pay to watch it, but I would watch it. I would I would pay $100 a month. <laughs> Dude, that's huge. You know, that's a lot of money. And if, you know, get 100 people to pay $100 a month, that's, that's yeah. pretty big. Um. All right, so now we're going to get into some other uh, weird antagonism shit. Here's here's something. How do you not put people in prison? But so this is the guy. He's the inventor of My, My Pillow. Pillow. He's a big Trump supporter. He's also an ex-con, ex-drug addict. Uh, I mean, that's neither here nor there because, you know, he He basically up. lucked out when Billy Mays overdosed. Like, oh, sorry. Go ahead. He lucked out when Billy Mays died because it opened up a spot for this half-rate Billy Mays to shill pillows. Really? Because I was about to say this looks like a WWF promo from the 80s immediately. He looks this like is Paul Bearer. Bearer if, yeah. This is Paul Bearer if he never met Undertaker. Oh, the election <laughs> was fraudulent! Buy my pillow! <laughs> How? Oh, yes! How do you not put people in prison? But the most, you know, they will be going to prison. But in the meantime, December 14th is so important. We have to get this governor in here. Governor Kemp, Brian Kemp, has to give an order 
to get, to have a meet to have a, a Congress meeting or whatever they do, their legislators and pull Georgia down and don't give it to Biden. It doesn't matter who they give it to. Don't you don't give it to Biden. Just let, and, and find out all your corruption. Because if you pull down, has he said anything yet? Has he formed a coherent did he, sentence? Did he say governor? Isn't it for? Isn't it for senatorial? Isn't it two senatorial uh, seats? It is. It's it is. two senatorial seats. The governorship like has nothing to do with control of the Senate. <laughs> Georgia, I don't know. I don't know if this guy's qualified to sell me pillows, let alone an election. No, and crooked Nevada. <laughs> Now nobody has 270, and then it goes to the December 14th vote, and Donald Trump wins the election. Wow, I love I love your your passion. Could you imagine like the, Could you imagine the Super Bowl being over for like over a month, and people still arguing that the team that won, that lost actually won, and that they're gonna sue to to Isn't show that what they did with the patriots though when they got caught cheating no <laughs> no uh they got sanctioned uh prior to uh, the game and uh surprisingly enough lost the super bowl that year because they weren't allowed to use their tricks that they were using all that year to help them ah. win. motivation I like how the guy didn't even say that. I I like that you're right. I just he's like I like your enthusiasm. Yeah, <laughs> that's all he could say. Um, <laughs> what's this? Oh God! Alrighty, Ooh. boys and girls. A little red sign says we are live. We are live. We are live, and it is. Man, so. I look rough in forty more years. And uh, I was in a live <laughs> hangout a day or so ago, a couple days maybe, whatever. But I was in a live hangout. And I brought up the fact that there is circumstantial evidence. Do his do his hands look like sausages, or is that just yeah. me? They're little you sausagey finger? fingers. <clears throat> yeah, sausage fingers deluxe over here. He's there wiping <laughs> the boogers out of his eye, and I'm like, is he trying to poke his eye out with a sausage? But it's just <laughs> that's the Democrats. I'm, I'm fat. I'm fatter than he is. I don't have sausage, sausage hands. People's previous addresses. And using those previous addresses as a means to give votes to Biden. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? more confident, capable surgeons, and even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. For example, thanks to some fat piece of shit that lives in Canada by the name of Bernie <laughs> Chrysler, and before you try to flag me, his name is public domain, so fuck off. We don't know who you're talking about. Just get to the point. Die. Uh, <laughs> Good old Ernie. Put I sped him up because he does talk All slow. my fucking information out there. My birth state, my birth city, uh, people that knew me down there, and all this shit. Totally against my permission or my will. But anyway, enough said about that. The point is, is that I have not always been in the state of Kentucky. I was born and raised in Ohio. And so as a result, um, what's happening is, is that the DNC has somehow got these machines to find out where I lived in Ohio and to cast a ballot in my name without my permission for Joe Biden. Okay, so right now, out there somewhere, allegedly, your is a ballot for Joe Biden with the name Urban Eugene Helton Jr. from Hamilton, Ohio on it. Literally. 
Now, I have not verified this, but you can bet your sweet ass I'm going to. Now, when I brought this idea up, well, and the fact that, that other that people had, before had making filed... a video, I don't <laughs> think he's going to verify it anyways. <clears throat> he's a lazy liar. <laughs> the actual affidavits on this particular matter. Of course, the trolls come into the live show. Oh, Von Helton, you're full of shit. The, the Democrats would never do something that despicable. It's just... Oh, yeah. Hamilton, Ohio's like down near Cincinnati. So he's from Southern Ohio. Southern Ohio and Northern Ohio are like two totally different worlds. It's like Eastern and Western Washington. Yes, actually, they would and they have and they did. Now, you know, it's say, well, Bon, how do you fucking know? Well, you know what? <clears throat> I am on YouTube right fucking now watching Louder with How Robert do you know? Because I'm on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. I am watching his show. And guess what happened to him? His wife, his mother, voted absentee. <coughs> Got no idea where their votes are at. <coughs> to, to track their vote, can't find the damn thing. But what's even more interesting is that Mr. Crowder didn't vote in Michigan. He voted in Texas. So when he goes to Michigan and tries to track his wife and his mother, just on a lark, he puts his name in there. Guess what happened, kids? Oh, Stephen Crowder in Michigan voted for Joe Biden. What about that shit? Isn't that fucking amazing? So, so here's what happened to him. You don't know if it happened to you, so you're going to make a video just relating your experience vicariously through another person? That doesn't work, dude. What we're going to do, boys <laughs> and girls, here's what we're going to do, kitties. I want every motherfucker kitties. that's had a change of address, I want you to seek out that change of address with your previous name, and I want you to see if you voted for Joe Biden in this election, because I am under the, I'm under the assumption now that that is indeed the case. That is indeed the case. Uh, I know I did because I did. Just... <laughs> Checked it. It happened to him. <laughs> they literally used his address and his name in Michigan without his permission or approval to cast a ballot for Joe Biden. There's no proof of this. Literally. <clears throat> He's talking about it now over on his YouTube page. Now, yeah, meanwhile, the vote for his wife and... all kinds of crazy fucking shit. <laughs> his mother, who are staunch conservatives and who voted for Trump... We can't seem to find those votes. You go on the Michigan website to track those votes. Can't seem to find them anywhere. I'm done because, like, literally everything he's saying is untrue. But I, I mean, all you can really say about it is that that's not true. You know, no yeah. one, no one voted for, no one voted for Stephen Crowder in Michigan. Um, it, it's ridiculous. Well, I mean, a lot of this is predicated. Well, see, look, they use these machines and they can be easily manipulated and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but didn't it, is it your parties that funded their usage for the last few years? If you knew these problems were inherent, why the fuck didn't you do anything about it beforehand? People act, well, guys, like, people act like mail-in voting is this new thing that we're just now experimenting with that, like, we don't know how to make it secure or anything. But literally, the state I live in has been doing it for over a decade and mm -hmm. they've had time to investigate fraud and they found little to no like negligible amounts of it's been around for a long time because i remember that my grandparents would do mail-in ballots and stuff when they were still alive i mean you yeah, know because that's they like, just didn't want to travel to go to the fucking ballot place yeah yeah you're talking like absentee ballots in our yeah. state in washington that's the only option is mail-in voting like you there's no polling places there's no that there's no in-person voting it's all done by mail and it's been done for over a decade where that's all we do uh and and there's no issues with it that would uh it's negligible amounts of either inaccuracies or attempted fraud 
Yeah, it's funny. The, the, the time it comes to when the person they wanted to win didn't win, all of a sudden, all this shit just doesn't work. You know? God, it reminds me of like when the Bush fucking election happened uh, when I was just a kid and they were talking about, oh, see, it's not a vote because this little piece of paper is hanging off or whatever. The, the hanging fuck. Chad. Yep. Hanging Chad sounds like somebody's standing outside with his dick hanging out of his pants. Alpha male. <laughs> I, I, I got to tell you guys, though, I've seen I've seen the videos. And the, you guys follow the deep state media, but I've seen the videos. Suitcases just happen to show up at 2 a.m. when they're counting ballots. Donald Trump is going to reverse this decision, and because they spoiled his first run, he's going to get a do-over, and then he's going to run again. We've got 12 years of Trump coming. I know it. <laughs> That's why I donated $1,000. <laughs> oh, my God. You're good at that. You should you should be like a troll. You just go into uh, a chat and just say stuff like say the dumbest shit you can that you think will aggravate the other people in the chat. <laughs> That's all. You, if that, people didn't, yeah. If people didn't like or respect me, I could totally do what Nick Fuentes does. But I don't see the point. People yeah. like and respect me. I want to see like I want to see a psychiatric evaluation of internet trolls, like people who actually like not not like Nick Fuentes. I mean the anonymous ones. The ones who like it's their hobby to be cunts on the internet to get reactions out of people. I just want to know what psychological profile they fit into. It's fascinating to me. Like I would it's never spend my yeah. free time doing that shit. It's usually like uh, very um, highly intelligent people. Oh my god! I'm not asking you. I, no, I don't want to. No, I no. Highly intelligent people. No, it's, it's it's highly intelligent people that don't apply themselves, and they realize that their fucking lives are wasted. I their potential see, is wasted. It's half. I sit around on the internet really? and talk shit to people who are out there doing things. I'm not. Well, it's like I'm half not that, and a lot of these other fucking Trumpster people are like just fallout from like the mid 2000s traditional neocon fucking Christian sort of thing. Because I grew up in a household inundated with that. I had to listen to Rush Limbaugh fucking in the morning because my granddad was heavy into that shit. I had to listen to Sean Hannity. To Oh fuck, Michael Savage. Oh, yep, the yep. only thing good, like redeemable about him is he had Metallica and shit as his bumper you know, music. So you know, uh, but, Michael. Oh, it was twenty four seven. Michael Savage. His real name is Michael Weiner. Oh no! And he used to write. <laughs> he's he's a doctor, but he he has like a PhD in like natural medicine, and he wrote he, his first books that he ever wrote were actually about like natural medicines that can help you quit like drug addictions and shit. Huh. Um, and then he became like a far right uh, radio personality, and I think he changed his last name because he knows there's a lot of anti-Semitism in the far right. He, I mean, wow. He, yeah, I mean, yeah, because Wiener is. I mean, I was, I was inundated with that shit so much in my household. Like, and not only that, on top of it, when I'd come back from school, my granddad'd be sitting out in the living room watching like fucking Fox News, like all the way till like through Bill um, O'Reilly. It got so bad I wouldn't listen to System of a Down, not because I disagreed with the politics, but I was just like, I don't fucking want to hear another goddamn Michael, thing about shit happening when, in the uh, world. This was like height of the Iraq when, war, dude. It was fucked. When MSNBC first started, it was actually more right-leaning than left-leaning, and yeah. Michael Savage had a show on MSNBC. Yep. And, he would watch that, too. And he got, uh, he got a call from a guy who said he was gay, and Michael Savage told him to 
get AIDS and die. And, uh, and, and then he got fired. He got fired from MSNBC after that. Oh. And, uh, and, and MSNBC oh. was very, very pro war with Iraq. And they fired yep. people like Phil Donahue who were against the war uh, because they yep. didn't want any of their prominent primetime uh, talking heads to be against the war. They wanted everyone on board. Um, yeah. No, yeah, I mean that's that's that was the household I was in. I mean, you know, I mean, what do you think turned me into such a big edge lord, you know? But uh, yeah, so like hearing all of this shit that people like this guy fucking talk about, I know where it comes from because it's just such a closed off echo chamber of a mentality. It's just such a fucking locked in purview and fucking closed minded purview of the world. It's ridiculous. I don't know how these people think it applies to reality because it's like you've had so many decades to watch this fucking backfire. And then it's like, no, the way you view the world isn't how it actually fucking works. And it, if it did work that way, it'd be a shithole. You know? Let's see what this... You know, oh. I think it's absolutely fucking amazing Ow, Edge that looks like I can't even now. do a fucking mukbang. This is Shani for Christ's husband, uh, Revelation News. And uh, this video is about this weird thing where I guess he did a cooking video and uh, people noticed that the the like hot frying pan full of their stuff wasn't in their kitchen it was like on top of their bed like they were eating like out of the hot frying pan in their bed without you stupid harassing fucking scumbags coming around and putting stupid stuff on my fucking page now is it more likely that what you saw was a black tablecloth type thing oh a pack of palm malls back there too yeah. <laughs> it's called food porn individual it's a bed that's a bed porn individual that's a bed that looks pretty good right no that's a mattress Folks, you got, got corn you got potatoes got that's, 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 that's your bed yeah i don't know i just thought that was interesting um, here's he has it on something, but that's got to be like, what, 200 degrees? I mean, you know, it's a good way to keep the food warm. Just burn your house down while you eat it. Um, <laughs> here's here. This is crazy. This is a guy getting fired for not participating in a company led prayer. <laughs> um, okay. You don't have to believe in God. You don't have to like it. You have to participate. <laughs> if you don't, that's okay don't have to work here you're getting paid to be here this is our first core purpose so you you pay people to pretend to believe in your god so you can you don't be more have comfortable. to believe in it you don't have to think it's real but you have to do it that's to participate. what the fuck meant yeah that doesn't make any sense well so to, to be fair though i will take a paycheck if that's all i have to do yeah. No, you have to do a job on top of that. Oh, then fuck that. Uh, I'm going somewhere else. Yeah. Don't want to participate. That's okay. Leave your stuff here, and you don't have to work here. It's not an option. I will be Well, you can't work here. Okay. Who the fuck would want to work so for you? That's the fucking bullshit you're gonna do. Being forced to uh, participate in a religious ceremony, I believe, is illegal. It is. It is. It doesn't matter if it's your company policy or not. You can't force it to be company policy. Yeah. Attorney. You can't get around the law that way. You know what, bro? Just leave your stuff here. We're done. Um, but that's. Yeah. Um. Okay. 
<laughs> yeah. Roofers for Christ. He should have known by the company name or whatever the <laughs> fuck he does. Let's see. Carpenters for Jesus. <laughs> that actually be a good business though for a bunch of Christians and they just have a big buddy Christ, you know, on the side of their fucking work band. <laughs> Hand of God carpentry. <laughs> there you go. Don't yeah. trust your carpentry needs in just anybody's hands. Go trust. with the hand of God. <laughs> oh, here's uh, here's here's an article about it. Company eviscerated on Yelp after video purports to show owner firing employee for refusing to pray. Did they have to find the picture of this guy where his chin is sinking into his neck? <laughs> the only picture of a man's face is being swallowed by his chin. Holy shit is the caption. <laughs> the wrath of God may be powerful, but the wrath of Yelp reviewers might come a close second. A plumbing company in North Carolina found its ratings sinking faster than Noah's neighbors on Wednesday after a video began <laughs> circulating, reporting to show an employee being fired for refusing to pray. The clip, shared on Reddit, appears to show the owner of Aurora Pro Services in Greensboro telling his employees in the parking lot that they have to participate in company-mandated prayer. Yeah. Quote, yeah, you don't sense. have to believe in God. You don't have to like it. You have to participate. If you don't, that's okay. You don't have to work here, the boss says. You're getting paid to be here. This is our first core purpose. So if you don't want to participate, that's okay. Leave your stuff here. You don't have to work here. It's an option. When one employee objects, he is cast out. Well, you can't work here, he tells him. So what are you going to do? Listen, you can go get an attorney. Leave your stuff here. We're done. Wow. Uh, yeah, he may regret. Girl, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Uh, Within hours, the internet did its thing and began leaving reviews in the company's Yelp page, and they weren't exactly high praise. Why am I leaving Aurora Pro Services a bad review? And Jesus told me to. It is my first core purpose after engaging in voluntary prayer. The Lord has shown me the light. Aurora Pro Services is an unjust <laughs> and unfair company that enforces their beliefs on others and treats their employees poorly, one wrote. <laughs> wouldn't provide service unless I joined the, joined them in prayer. Yeah. So I agreed, but they got super scared when I lit a pentagram on fire and began <laughs> chanting. Just left without a word, another recalled. My guy. <laughs> Denied me service because Jesus isn't my homeboy, a third claimed. Yeah. I need someone to fix my roof. Guys said only thoughts and prayers will fix the problem, a fourth added. <laughs> Many pointed out that according to U.S. employment law, sacking someone over their re religious beliefs or lack thereof is illegal and predicted the company was destined for a big lawsuit. Yep. Personally, I'm a follower of the Catholic Church. Haha, <laughs> JK, religion is for children. This guy needs huh? to be sued to the end of the <laughs> world and back. Forcing your religion on others is illegal as hell, you idiot. One more barbed. <laughs> I could call the owner a bunch of things, but broke is probably the best descriptor of what he will be once he has to pay for the settlement for discrimination and wrongful termination upon Oh, another. dude, and this is the sort of thing the ACLU will help you out with, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the ACLU likes cases like this. Yeah. I almost feel bad for them. They did this to themselves. God hates people who interpret his words for hatred. Jesus turned the other cheek. Neither said fire people who don't want to pray. Y'all are stupid. Hope the owner has enough money to pay his former employee, said a third. <laughs> One reviewer quoted a Bible passage from the gospel, according to Peter. 
So I exhort the elders among you as a fellow elder and witness of the sufferings of Christ, as well as a partaker of the glory that's going to be revealed. Shepherd the flock of God that is among you, exercising oversight, not under compulsion, but willingly, as God would have you, not for shameful gain, but eagerly, not domineering over those in your charge, but being examples to the flock. Damn. When you get Bibled, when you get Bibled over your own stupidity. Oh, you know what? You know what? That's not a Yelp review. That's a quote from Raven WCW circa 1998. Nevermore. Quote the Raven. Uh, I did pull up the the Yelp page just to look at it. Um, There are some interesting uh, reviews here. There's quite a few of them, too. Floating law. Yeah. Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Mm -hmm. Title VII is a federal law that protects individuals from discrimination based on religion. Title VII makes it illegal for an employer to discriminate against individuals because of their religion and hiring, firing, and other terms and conditions of employment, such as promotions, raises, and other job opportunities. Title VII also requires employers to reasonably accommodate the religious practices of an employee or prospective employee, unless to do so would be an undue hardship on the employer. Flexible scheduling, voluntary substitutions or swaps, job reassignments, and transfers within the company, and the same salary range are examples of ways of accommodating an employee's religious beliefs. Put simply, this means that employers cannot treat employees more or less favorably due to their religion, and employees cannot be required to participate in or refrain from participating in a religious activity as a condition of employment. Beyond this, employers must also take steps to prevent religious discrimination from other employees. Finally, employers may not retaliate against employees for asserting their rights under Title VII to file a discrimination claim, discuss salary with other employees, or serve as a witness in someone else's discrimination case. In addition to the federal law most states also have laws that make it illegal to discriminate on the base of religion some states may also provide additional state law protections for workers against religious discrimination and may also have uh, to provide additional requirements beyond those required under federal law for accommodating the religious practices of employees wow I mean, simply put don't do this shit <laughs> look if you guys watching right now happen to be christian business owners don't make your flock pray or you don't, don't make your, your employees pray sorry not flock but i can That's speak from experience greensboro is just fucking full of shit like this it is literally bible belt hell oh yeah here's anastasia r from olympia washington oh shit she's all the way she's all the way from olympia washington what Ooh. does anastasia r have to say oh, anastasia shit. r Where she's, was she's Anast- from our deck of the woods i don't know you, you had her for a second when you scrolled down L-O-I-M-P-I-A. There you go. It is disgusting, illegal, and bullying behavior for an employer to force an employee to pledge allegiance to their own religion. No one should ever use the service again if they care about employee rights and religious freedoms that are protected by the Constitution. Okay, Snowflake. (laughs) Yeah, these people have been getting slammed since fucking Thanksgiving. Jeez. Strawberry Shortcake says Billy was pro-Trump in 2016. Uh, I'm pro-Trump now. Three more years. Oh, oh, hold on. Here's is that uh, the whole video. <laughs> I think this is him. This is the guy. For a loss. Oh Please shit! Oh, sorry. There's something playing in the background. I can't play it for right now. I th- there's this one thing that I had open that I was gonna actually. I'll just show it now so I can close it. Where is it? Right here. This kind of made me mad. Uh, 
So server, hold on, hold on. Like you, you know how around Christmas time, people who have extra money to spare will randomly give like a, a two thousand yep. dollar tip to servers. That's what's happening. Yeah. But this fucking restaurant won't give it to the server. They're keeping it. Well, is it the the restaurant's keeping it? Yes, that's fucked up. I here's, hate when that fucking shit happens. Here's uh, I'll, I'll play for you this news story here. Um. All new at 10, a San Antonio server gets a whopping $2,000 tip as an early Christmas gift. But she says she can't get her money. The server tells us her employer is refusing to give it to her. Eyewitness News reporter Sharon Coe shares this big tip Mm. controversy. This is the bill (laughs) that brought Emily Bauer to tears. I was like, wait. And I opened it and I just started crying. A $2,000 tip with this sweet message that said... I remember years ago we covered this story where this woman like hit this like... It was some stupid amount of money, like $10, $20 million jackpot on the slot machine at this casino. And the casino was like, oh, this this slot machine isn't supposed to pay out that much, so we can't give it to you. It's like, what? Merry Christmas. Keep working hard. I had two boys. Like, oh my god, I've never had a Christmas where I can just be able to like splurge on them. On Sunday, Bauer was working a lot of tables at Red Hook Seafood and Bar located on Northwest Loop 410. And the man who left the tip took notice. I'm sorry, I know I'm being slow. And he was just like, No, I understand. He also mentioned that he owned restaurants, so he knew how hard it was to be a server. Bauer says she was in disbelief. When she tried to retrieve the money, she just kept saying invalid, invalid, invalid. She says her manager told her the system couldn't process it. She said the limit of a tip is 500. I don't think it's our responsibility as a server to be like, no, you can't tip me that much. I'm sorry. Or, oh, no, there's a limit. I'm sorry. If that's the case, there should be signs posted on the restaurant. Bauer says the customer even followed up with the restaurant, but she says the manager told the customer they could not process the tip. Still, Bauer isn't giving up. She's already posted the bill on social media and hopes the generous tipper will hear this. Even though I can't receive it, thank you. Thank you for having such a big heart. You know, this world is full of messed up people. Like, to be honest, just, how I mean, did you know pissed I needed off that? the person that wrote the tip because it's like, what the fuck happened to my two thousand dollars, motherfucker? Well, no, nowhere here is saying that the restaurant can't uh, kept the money, right? They're saying uh, that it didn't it didn't process. And a lot of times, you can write a tip too big that yeah. the credit machine won't take it. So this could hmm. be on the credit card company here. This could uh, be. I'd still be kind of mad, though, if something swallows two grand of the money and then this person doesn't get it. That's really upsetting. Well, I don't think that the person is going to be charged that, that tip. Yeah. Like, They'll probably times, charge him 500 bucks for the tip and then oh, give her 500. Yeah. It, can you do that, though? Because it didn't contractually say 500. It said 2,000. I so are know. they are they unable to process the tip at all? What should probably happen for is what should probably happen is if the person who left this tip uh, sees this, they should probably go to the bank and take out two thousand cash and give them to the waitress. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. A, a lot of times, as well, your bank card won't give uh, two thousand dollars, so it'll it'll deny. Uh, your bank won't will limit you whether they can process it at the restaurant or not. Your bank limits it when you write it. I think this is a lot I like mean, when I used to go out to eat with Onision. He would write two thousand, three thousand dollars on the tip, knowing that they'd have to void the entire bill. 
and and we'd leave before they. I mean, him. if this he guy really uh, did that shit, if the, no. if this oh. guy, uh, if the, <laughs> I mean, if it, oh it makes God. sense. <laughs> if this guy owns a bunch of restaurants, he might have a higher <laughs> limit on his debit card than most of us do. Yeah, um, maybe yeah, but it could be this company couldn't process it with their credit limit as well. Like they're saying, they can't process it. Uh, they nowhere did it say that they took the the money, right? No, yeah, it it doesn't say that. It doesn't say that yeah. they charged the money. It says they weren't Sharon, able to. Did the restaurant take down the man's number or name or any other information? Deborah Bauer says she asked for all of that, but she says they didn't take down his information. Now, we reached out to the general manager to get their side, but did not hear back. We will update the story when and if we get a response. Mega tip. I don't know if I ever saw Onision's actual tipping number, but I don't think he was a low tipper. He would always uh, like offer to pay for everybody at the table. You he was what? very kind when it came to that. I don't think he was stingy. Not I remember he showed a picture of a receipt he had where he tipped, and he wrote Onision in the signature fucking thing. Like anybody <laughs> who's a random person serving you would know who the fuck when you, that is. When you tip a high tip, you don't do it so you can show it to the internet and show everyone how generous you are. You know, well, unless you're him, right? That's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> you know, also, you know, also, uh, Billy would tell me that he was very weird and distant from anyone waiting on him at restaurants because he would be like, "Oh, I'm never going to see these people." Well, yeah. What what happened was Shame Dawson made the claim. He was like, one thing that was really weird about Onision was he would never he he would never look waitresses or waiters in the eye when we went out to restaurants. It's a sign of autism. And, and, and I asked him why I do think he has some sort of uh, mental situation, the social, a social like flaw uh, mentally. I don't know what to call it. But uh, he, well, I asked him when we were at a Denny's one night, like, why don't you look people in the eye uh, when they're waiting on you? And he goes, I'm never going to see these people again. What does it matter? And I'm like, I, 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 I a bunch guess. of ravens just fly in the background when he said something that edgy. God. For real, <laughs> I'm like, I mean, well, well, the whole the whole thing is, is they're bringing you your food. They're 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 pro yeah. providing you a service. Uh, it's 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 customary to treat people who you're trusting with things that are going in your body well. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong about that. You just they have to work at a night shift for Denny's for God's sake. They deserve the niceness. <laughs> well, and there's so many people who aren't nice to waiters yeah. and waitresses, right? Like you try and be one of the good ones because you want to be part of the solution, not part of the problem. Yeah. But he's just like, nah, I'm lawful neutral, or I'm uh, lawful neutral. Is that it? He's more like a chaotic neutral. I don't know. Everything don't he know. does, he justifies based on the law like he, he's like this i'm i'm going to lock you in my basement because you did weed and it's against the law <laughs> girl let me lock you in my basement cage he uses the law as a method of control uh, um, as a way to be righteous i see him as a lawful a, a lawful neutral lawful evil i don't think i don't know if he's sees himself as evil i don't it doesn't matter if you what you see yourself as does it yeah, if you're locking somebody in your basement with your own rationalization for why you're doing it, that's great. That makes sense to you. But what about the person in your cage? <laughs> you know, um, how do they feel? Next video. <laughs> Here comes the next video. So let's talk about sexual immorality, mainly homosexuals. Now, like every okay. other group besides white people, Christians, and straight people, which 
are really the only groups in America that you are allowed Elliot to criticize as a group and blatantly hate them without being ostracized or having any fear of pushback or losing your job or anything like that. But when you criticize homosexuals, you are labeled homophobic, which just like racist or anti-Semitic or Nazi or fascist has basically lost all meaning or never had meaning to begin with. And it's so by being homophobic, it's what people like this is fucking logic just makes a hole appear in my brain. Right. I just love it when people talk about sexuality who have not an ounce of sexuality themselves. Yeah. As like the most unsexy person I've seen. Is this guy? <laughs> He's got the, the, the stunted bowl haircut with the unkempt chin neck strap beard. <laughs> you may think it's gas powering my car. It's actually my raw sexual energy. <laughs> Essentially just a Marxist linguistic trick used to silence dissent and to pathologize natural reaction and pattern recognition. And I don't like the term homophobic at Whoa, all. Oh, my brain is so big, I can barely fit it in my car. My brain I, is I so big, people, I got a jump cut. I love people <laughs> who are so busy with their lives, they can only make their YouTube videos in their car on their way to work. That's that's actually pretty cool. If he I like how it's so bright wherever he is. It looks like the sun just went supernova. Okay, okay, so he doesn't do it in his car because he's busy. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. He can't do it at home because his mom will hear him making it. <laughs> like, this is the only, like, soundproof place he can make it where no one else will hear him doing it. <laughs> Phobia means unnatural fear. So homophobic implies that you have an unnatural fear of homosexuals. I have no fear of homosexuals. I have a perfectly natural disgust at homosexual behavior. If anything's unnatural, well, it's homosexuality. Don't watch two guys fuck. <laughs> it is an abomination to God. Guess, guess what? Guess what, Bubba? Uh, oh, if, he if, a religious excuse. He was like, they're an abomination to God. It's an abomination to God. To God. Yeah. God. If, if, if you think that you have to be scared of something for it to be a phobia, then you're not understanding language because language changes and adapts. And your, your idea of arachnophobia being a fear of spiders uh, associated with a homophobia would have to be a fear of homosexuals. You are wrong. If you're such an intelligent human being, accept the fact that language can have different variations on its existence. You're the fucking one stuck in the past trying to make something that isn't something it, it can't be. You're a fucking dumbass, dude. With all yeah. your big $10 words, you can't get yourself a $5 fucking haircut. Get out of here. <laughs> and just accept the fact that men fuck men and women fuck women. Get over it. Just, just accept the fact that gay guys are better at picking up chicks than you are. <laughs> the DSM and the American Institute for Psychology, homosexuality was considered a mental disorder. Until a bunch of yeah, in just yeah, and the world was considered flat at one time. Uh, the the uh, sun revolved around the earth at one time. Science changes. 
that's that's the thing about science when more data is received then science morphs along with the data itself so yeah something that used to be considered a mental illness is now no longer considered one and it wasn't always considered a mental illness if you go back in time boy fucking was pretty chill in a lot of cultures yeah, don't these guys all like Roman fucking iconography and stuff? All these like far fucking right people and shit. Hey, guess what? Your Spartans used to do fuck little boys. <laughs> Homosexuals basically. Onision is a true Spartan. It. But if you really think about it, whether you're coming from a religious or a secular standpoint, which I don't really think there's much of a difference in this case because they both come from the same outcome. That homosexuality goes against nature. All new attempt. A San Antonio server gets a whopping two thousand dollar tip. I don't know why that video keeps playing. I'm gonna close. It's haunting you. It's the ghost of video past. Um, where is it? That's not it. In other news today, a ranting bearded weirdo hit four people on the sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> standpoint or a secular standpoint, our main goal is to procreate. As humans, our biological needs are to spread our seed. That's why we have sexual desire. Oh, That's why don't say that again, dude. So that we have that sense and instinct to carry on. So are you advocating oh. for sexuality only for procreation? But but then if you want to get all fucking uh, f- physical about the body, all biological, why do men have the pleasure of the Raja zone in their fucking anus? Well, why why is the G spot on a man in his butthole, dude? That's telling me right now that God was like, hey, we made you and we made you so you could take a dick up your ass. Here's the benefit because that's why women have it in their vaginas so that they get uh, they want to have sex, so they will procreate. This is very true. Species. So if you are unwilling or incapable of doing the main biological necessity that you were put here to do, then clearly there is something wrong. Now, do I think that homosexual? There is something wrong. Yeah, yeah. We, we perfected civilization so we don't have to fuck to, to continue. We can we could be zero a zero breed population and still get uh, enough people. She's who coming like a keep, thousand. Keep us cheetahs. going. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, she's coming like a thousand cheetahs, Kayla. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Does this guy think that human beings have no autonomy outside of just reproduction factories? Is that is that what we are? He thinks whatever he has to think to get his message across to the people that like to watch him in his car yeah. when he's driving to work. I feel like he's about to take a hit off a vape pin. <laughs> Whether or not to be homosexual. I got rid of mine. Um, no, I don't think that you can control your wicked desires. I think that we all desire to sin. Your wicked and desires. To commit wicked acts, but you definitely can control whether or not you act out on those desires. I'm of the opinion that there's a strong correlation between sexual child abuse and becoming homosexual or becoming some other type of sexual deviant. If you look at some of the statistics. Oh, boy. You know what? As somebody that went through that, let me tell you something, buddy. Fuck you. Okay? You know what? No. People that get abused as children do not turn out just to be gay or child molesters. All right? Maybe you did, Mr. Josh Firestein, without a fucking hat. You can take <laughs> yeah. that shit and shove it right up your fucking there, ass. There are, I hear there so are, much from you yeah. fucking people. You can fuck yourself. There are some people that get abused and they, they become abusers. Uh, yeah. That's not just that's not just with sexual abuse. That's no. with physical abuse. All sorts of abuse. Yeah. You, 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 it becomes normalized to you because it happened to you at such 
such a young age. It does, but it's sorry, not to say that all of them, you exactly. know, turn out to be that way. And I hate it when these assholes lump it in the category, especially yeah. considering when he wants to use religious argumentation. Well, how many people in the church wanted to fuck little boys and shit? They're altar boys. So fuck yeah. yourself, motherfucker. Yeah. You'll see that around 70% of homosexuals yeah. have claimed that they have been molested or sexually That's not true. Abused Where's the children? fucking statistic now, written? What stone to... is that graved on? Right. I think his. I think the only homosexual he knows is Milo Yamalopolops. So, yeah, so that's that's where he's getting his information from. My, Milo Snuffleupagus. Every single yeah. time. Milo likes I black cockamus. <laughs> I think it he is does, fair to take yeah. a look at that and see that clearly there seems to be some type of cause and effects. I'm sad, big These bird. jump cuts make it look like he's just deal. recklessly driving through the city like he's in GTA. <laughs> <laughs> But even if you cannot choose who you are sexually attracted to, as I said, you can choose whether or not you act out of those sexual acts. But, I have a but as, who, as I'm going to say, uh, making the choice to fuck a guy is not a bad thing. And if you don't want to fuck a guy, you shouldn't have an opinion on whether or not people should fuck guys. Yeah, you, yeah. Could, you just have an opinion on yourself fucking a guy. Like, if you don't yeah. want to, that that's your opinion. That's your choice. Here's, here's it is my opinion. Oh, <laughs> my opinion is if that you if you have an opinion on fucking guys, then you're gay. <laughs> whether or not it's about somebody else or yourself. <clears throat> If you think about somebody else or yourself fucking guys, you're gay. No, well, this guy's think, argument is just live in repression. Dude. I don't just be repressed. I don't totally agree with what you said because I think any anyone has to consider any action to know whether they do or do not want to take that action. So you think about the possibility of doing anything when you decide to do or not to do something. Well, initially, but if you if you let it linger, if you oh. think about it long enough to oh. to poise, the if you have to like video, fight the like, if you're not like a, I can't stop thinking about this. Yeah, sure. Or, or if even <laughs> if you just have to talk about it on your drive to work while you make a fucking YouTube right. video, I'm sorry, bro. You, no, no straight person thinks this much about gay sex. I can't stop thinking about those cowboys' butts. They just drive me nuts. <laughs> Things that he's a homosexual. Eighteen naked cowboys in the showers at Ram Ranch. I've walked. I, I've, I've had. I've had like my 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 gay friends fuck in my shower. Right. I I I don't. I didn't walk in on it. My friend walked in on it, and he walked in on it, and and he's like, you I mean Joe? In. No, not Joe. It's not guys. I just walked in on uh Brian and and Skippy fucking in the shower. And no, I, I mean, like, did Joe just walk in on it? like, oh well, shit. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I ever walked in on Joe having sex. <laughs> he started sex while I was in the room, but I never, I never walked in on it. But, at all. but the, the the idea, the idea was, I was like, oh, that's that sucks to see, and, and then I moved on. You know, yeah. it's going on in my house at the moment I'm in there, but I don't give a fuck. And, and now that I know about it, like it's too bad you saw that. Deal with it. Goodbye. And that it was out of my mind. That those desires. Well, at least moving. I know I can and fuck I in your house, and you're not going to care. Respect for that. Because obviously, you <laughs> can't control his desires. But it's in the he shower, knows that it's wrong. Clean. He knows that it's sinful yeah. and an abomination to God. So he doesn't act out on those desires. Now, the main thing that you hear when people are advocating to allow homosexuality or homosexuality. This is like we're great. Have some tips. Oh, thank you. Oh, uh, yeah. This guy, he has like the beard and the short hair up top. And he's in his car. He's he's almost like Bizarro World Egghead. Yeah. He's he's homophobic Egghead. 
Hey guys, Egghead here. God, I sure don't like the gays. <laughs> Why do you care what two grown adults do in the privacy of their own home? Now, yeah, that's why? clearly a libertarian talking point, and one, as a national... It's not a talking point, it's a sensible question. <laughs> why do you give a shit? Who gives care a fuck? About the well it's none of your business. Of your nation. You're supposed to look at your nation as an extension of your family. Obviously, that's increasingly harder in the United States of America, in a multiracial, multicultural... I why is it harder to look at other citizens of america as your family because uh because of multi race like multiracial people like what that makes it harder for you this is fucking weird to me you're supposed to look at other americans of your nation as an extended family then then, then why don't you want to take care of the people in america well, why, why, why do you want to ostracize well, them and, and, and force them into taking care of themselves it's the your extended family? It's the yeah. people of other races he doesn't want to take care of. That's, that's yeah, what this makes is his it so way hard. of being like, look, I would love to take care of all the white people. <laughs> yeah, basically, that's that's basically what he just said. Ideologically irreconcilable <laughs> country is ours, but your nation. So only the people. So you only want to view uh, your countrymen as your extended family if they're the same race as you and they have the same political ideology as you. I want the country to be filled with the exact same person everywhere. <laughs> we are the bog. You will be assimilated. Resistance is futile. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Is only as good as what it tolerates. And it's the same reason I don't want to have junkie. Dude, uh... You would be friends with Nick Fuentes. Only me and Billy will probably really care about this, but XRP had another rally. Where, oh, yeah? Yeah, where it, like, popped up to 63 cents, but now it's slowly going down again. They're pumping and dumping, dude. Uh, He's pounding uh, out all over the uh, sidewalk. The libertarian idea of, well, if it's not directly impacting your personal life, then you shouldn't care, is just insane. Tolerating and condoning sin and degeneracy is not charity. I mean, no, I, can no, 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 no. I can say you're a degenerate because you're an asshole and you're intolerant of anyone who's different than you. To me, that's yeah. degeneracy. Yeah. You don't have to tolerate sin uh, by participating in it. You don't have to participate. I don't in think it. sin but, is real. But, but, but even under Christianity, only God can judge. Yeah. If they're so sinners, why, so you why can't stop them from the people. sin. It's not your job to stop them from the sin. It's your job to love the sinner, not the sin. Yeah. I mean, why push your morals and your viewpoints on other people? I mean, what good is that really going to do? You're not really going to convince people, oh, I guess I just better stop fucking people in the bud because this guy in his car said so. Yeah. You know? I believe <laughs> I believe in sin because sin is a lot easier to say than choke you until you can't breathe, your brain gets all fuzzy, and then I blast one in your throat. I just, I like to <laughs> sin. <laughs> Tolerance is not a Christian virtue. And as for people saying that, oh, well, it's just two grown adults doing what they want in the privacy of their home home even if it was i still don't think we should tolerate it at all but it's clearly not the case anymore what do you mean even if it was it is anymore it's in every form of media on every television show we have gay pride month it's not only tolerated what it's you, promoted where do these and people get this idea that in every single facet of media you see gay shit what are you fucking watching maybe if you stop watching bravo it's, it's called all day, the porn that he watches yeah <laughs> 
all look, that all that gay porn that he watches is an inundated with this degeneracy. The homosexual agenda, the homosexual agenda is so strong that immediately after the rain pours down and washes away their filth from the earth, a goddamn rainbow pops up in the sky. And that's wrong. <laughs> I can't even go on black raw anymore. Brave and prideful. <laughs> it's literally like spitting in God's face. People like to say, oh, well, Jesus are coming had in God's lunch face. with prostitutes. Man, and can you imagine? Like being the first human being or one of the first human beings to like see a rainbow and not knowing what the fuck it was. That's that's a that's that'd be crazy. That was out of peanuts. I don't know where there's this giant beam of color. You're like, what? <laughs> You're supposed to love. Caleb, how many of those mushrooms did you put in the stew? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would imagine that everything not enough. Was was relatively high back then. Oh, yeah. They were probably eating a lot of natural things that got them fucked up. Because yeah. you, you would find, like, the mushrooms, like, these are good. These are good. We <laughs> got to eat more of these. And you're walking around with fucking rainbows. Everything's crazy. There's colorful birds and stuff because we didn't start eating the lazy, colorful birds as often as we did. Like, uh, we didn't start Ooh. hunting them out. There. Oh, yeah. man. You know, actually, actually, you know what? If I invented a time machine, I would just go back to before anybody knew anything and I would become God. <laughs> I'd become everybody I was God. <laughs> Do you know what the time machine would fuck history up? <laughs> And it would be glorious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Billy goes back in time. Billy goes back in time. And then in our current timeline, every restaurant in the world turns to a Chipotle. No, no, no. no, no, no. That's a not true. Castle. Oh, whatever. True. Every, no. every, no. every church in the world would be a Chipotle. Every... I'm not evil. I'm not evil. You are. I'm smart. You are evil. Instead I'm of a smart. fucking. Instead no, of a, you're watch a, these you're guys. Soul. It's really exactly. Allow. Well, Hold on. No, no, no. I don't. No, no. You're gonna. No, no. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Before we get to these guys, uh, I, I got an article. Um, after bogus two thousand dollar tip to Texas waitress, restaurant owner steps up amid unfair backlash. So a bogus tip to San Antonio waitress on Saturday night turned out to be fraudulent. The owner of Red Hook Cajun Seafood and Bar is paying his waitress the two thousand dollar tip plus wow. the uncovered sixty nine dollars and one cent meal, despite having to defend against inaccurate attacks on social media who unfairly blame the restaurant for the ordeal. So is the it guy really stiffed the bill? Yeah. Fuck. Is it really the thought that counts, or, or would the cold hard cash really send home the message? A San Antonio waitress was recently left with $2,000 tip by a man on a bill for $69.01 with a note, Merry Christmas and keep working harder. Added to the side, Emily Bauer, who works at the Red Hook Cajun Seafood and Bar, couldn't believe her good luck, especially with two young boys and Christmas just weeks away. La -da 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 -da. Um, it's, it's basically saying they tried to run the thing, okay. yeah. and, and it was a scam, and the restaurant owner paid her eventually uh wow. good on those of, people out of, out of the pocket so so the uh, restaurant so owner paid the money if you live in that area and you know that restaurant maybe go in there and write a two thousand dollar tip so other other people can get paid right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so, we know the owners sucker now so here's uh <laughs> so here's kalo uh christian kalo and his podcast this is Halo. Is that what he's? No, Kalo. Christian Kalo would be Halo. Your your middle school allowed sodomite clubs. My high school. Your high school yes. allowed sodomite clubs 
led by school teachers to go in and to hurt the children. What? That is what? a proven fact. Five what is with this footage in the bio? It's, it's the guy that um, the Supreme was at a rally and he got punched in the back of the head by somebody. Oh. They show the clip of him getting punched in the back of the head because he's a Trump supporter. But if you watch the beginning of the clip, it shows him starting shit with multiple people in the crowd, punching multiple people in the crowd. After like attacking multiple people, oh, he walks away triumphant and then gets socked in the back of yeah. the head. So he was being an asshole that and people beat the we shit are allowed to be But they don't play the beginning part of the clip. In high schools. And in colleges, it is a fact. They are allowed to, folks. I know they want you to think that you can only teach evolution, but that's not true. They just don't maybe, want to teach maybe this creation. Is that clip. But there Cre was the a world clip is flat. Creation. They like to play clips of of Trumpers getting punched and socked. These yeah. guys look like a weird wrestling group from the '90s. I swear to God, like the Dudley Boys or something. It's got to uh, be the fucking suspenders. So they're they're bitching about creation being not being taught but creation there's nothing scientific about creation so you could only teach creation in a religion class because it's religious well, would you even teach about it god made the world and that's it that would be the class i yeah i mean i went to <laughs> uh, i went to a religious school so i did learn about that in school but i learned about it in religion class they didn't try to teach it to us in science class as no, if it I went was to science. private religious school too when yeah. I was a kid, all the way up until like my senior year of fucking high school. I went to schools yep. like that, and they gave you the option for both. So. Yeah, my my school was a Catholic school, and at least Catholics understand the difference between science and religion. Uh, so yep. they didn't like actually Catholicism officially accepts evolution and you know the Big Bang and all that stuff. So yeah. That's that's one thing that they're actually progressive on amongst the hundreds know, of people. This guy got a big not. bang. He should have not been a dick to these people. <laughs> they just don't want to teach creation. They don't want to teach God. But it's okay if you're a Muslim. They'll even give you a dedicated room so you can go pray to whoever all is a dedicated in room in most high schools. For people right. to go pray. Yeah, there's yeah. prayer groups. Yeah, have it part of the curriculum. There's prayer groups in every public school. So, yeah, there's nobody keeping them from praying in the school. It's keeping it out of the curriculum. I love how they're too stupid to understand. They're either too stupid to understand it or they don't want to understand it because then they can't claim persecution like they do. Well, they, they, what, they are too stupid. Yeah, okay. they are. And I think what's really fucked up is they really haven't, you know, initiated this guy in the middle. They need to fatten him up some more. <laughs> yeah. I, the, 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 the cool thing about the Bible is you have to be too stupid to believe it, and then you are too stupid to defend it correctly because you've already stupid enough to buy into it. So when you're yeah. out here making us claim they're going to rape your kids and tell them Muslims get their own private VIP room while your Christian kid gets buffed up. Well, no. But that's okay. Uh, but you yeah. take a Bible to school, you're going to get suspended. That's not true. You can bring a Bible to school if you want. There's n literally no school in the United States that you would get suspended for bringing the Bible to. Nope. No. I'm, I'm willing to bet most public schools that have a library have a copy of the Bible in the library. I mean, I went to public school in my senior year for high school. It was weird, too, because transitioning from private to public when you've been in it all your life is odd. 
Yeah, they had Bibles in there. Yeah. They had all kinds of different religious books in their fucking library. Sure. I would check out you know? I would check out the Bible all the time and draw dicks on certain pages. <laughs> someone <laughs> yeah. in the chat someone in the chat said you just can't pass out Bibles to people. No. Uh, a student can pass out Bibles to people, but the school can't like require yeah. all students to like accept Bibles that they're giving to them. The school cannot yeah. like cannot pass out Bibles. It, it, it can't be the school doing it. But students can start like a Christian group at school, a prayer group at their public school and do that on their own time. It's just the school as an administration can't do that. I don't understand yeah, what's no. so hard to understand about this. Like, it just looks like a fucking cream filling in between two fat halves of bread. Like, like a, a, a group of students <laughs> can get... looking at him like he's going to eat him. A group of students can get together and pray on their own. It's just the teacher can't lead the classroom in a, in a prayer at a public school. The, the different... same thing is with the, the business you just watched where the guy yeah. got uh, the guy fired. Yeah. yeah. Amen right there. I might be Oh, well, I don't know what else we could say. I don't know. There's it, nothing it, else it, we could say. It's, it's so like, let's go batter dip. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. You go to you go to uh, your school. You go. You have to suffer through the day. You know, sitting down. And, you know. This guy's a. This guy's all scatterbrained. In the last video of theirs that we watched, uh, the the guy in the middle, he said something that even they ended up like censoring out of the video that they uploaded. He said <laughs> he said wow. something like people should be shot or something like that. He doesn't oh, know cool. how to do. He doesn't know how to do um, rabble rousing. Yeah, like the two fats on the end. Yeah. So he tries to rabble rouse, and he just goes to. They should just be murdered. Yeah, and they're like, uh, like hold on. Only dude. after a fair trial, I mean. They have him here because he's probably the the one in their congregation that all the little girls come to church on Sunday to look at. Yeah, there's yeah, there's always. All the all yeah, all the fucking churches have like a youth group head leader that keeps all the little girls coming in every fucking Sunday or so Wednesday what, night. Are you saying he's cute? Is that what you're saying? If, uh, at the church, he's their cute guy. You've two never been to their church. Church. You don't know who goes there. I'm asking. This is how churches work, dude. You're assuming all this by looking at him. You must think he's cute because yeah, that's mean, why church, you're saying this. You're, proje- you're creating this entire story in your mind. You're like, oh yeah, all these girls must come based around this guy. <laughs> and he has. Old- he has a traditional oh. handsome look to him. Okay, so he, looks like a, know, he looks Thank like a he looks like a pencil wearing. Oh, Thank you for admitting but it. But that's it's what really that's not. what that's uh-huh. what. You know, okay. Okay. Yeah, totally something you. It's totally something real and not something you came up with right now. It's far from God because it's. You're far from God in a public education. That's what they do. Okay. Good one, buddy. King James Bible next to you. Then you get to lunch and then you see. You know, I'm sitting at the table next to you, and you're like, what's going on over here? You're sitting down eating your lunch. You're eating food, and you see people sitting up sitting at the table next to you, and, and then you see a rainbow flag, and you're like, wait, what's going on here? And then they start setting up their LGBTQ, queer, gay, disgusting table right next to you as you're eating your, your food. Yeah, you get on their lunch table and just start fucking going at it, you know? Yeah, that's well, a, yep. It's I like mean, a Roman know, banquet, basically. So. Let God burn them quickly. Let God burn them Literally the public full system, folks. It's got nothing to do with anything else except total propaganda and indoctrinating your kids. Starting from kindergarten with my two daddies or my two mommies. I mean, they start giving... Revival on the wall. Now, condoms in some schools in sixth grade. 
Yeah, and in your schools, the sixth graders get pregnant. <laughs> do, y'all, do y'all have anything else to add to this? I think I'm said enough. He's been wanting to end the video for a while. He tried to end it a couple minutes ago. Watch about all this. There must be hot food ready for them. Right. Like off camera. Yep. Look, the butter in my coffee is getting cold, okay? The butter. <laughs> the, the pull the- oh, we already watched this. God, she was a gem. How great has Giuliani's fucking rogue gallery of 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 assistants been? His he's like Charlie's angels. If Charlie was a fucking dumbass, and his angels were dumber than that, wasn't another perfect Karen face? Well, let me tell you, you know, fucking wow, yeah, <laughs> getting bitched at at fucking Starbucks face. All right. Here's our buddy Kevin Joseph King. Haven't seen him in a while. We missed you, KJK. Been a, been a while. It's been a while, KJ. What? What? Hello, everybody. I'm Captain Evil. I am Captain Evil with the with the max with the red and red and white max one. I am Captain Evil. I'm coming to get y'all. I bet you didn't know that uh, that he uh, Kevin Joseph King's was the secret identity of Captain Evil. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. This is the real guy. This whole time, KJK was actually Captain Evil. Did Captain Evil drug KJK and make him release a bunch of sex tapes? Yes. I'm coming to get y'all. I am coming to get y'all. I am Captain Evil. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I am Captain Evil. 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 Well, somebody sampled him and made a song out of it one time, <laughs> and ever since that happened, he's been adding songs to all of his videos. Hoping it's like literally like the day after that video came out, he must have seen it and he must have loved it, and now he's like <laughs> trying to get people to remix his stuff now by adding a musical accompaniment to every video, and it's the smartest thing he's ever done. He he's, he's highly, he's actually highly (laughs) effective and intelligent as a performer. He uses far less words than any of us do. And maybe he doesn't get the views or the money or the respect, but it engages the hell out of us. Yeah. I can yeah. watch this all day. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of like War Corpse with all of his clocks on the wall because of the calendars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll play the song. Uh, we're actually featured in the song. See you. Oh, shit. My last name is King. My middle name is Joseph. And my friend name is Kevin. I did the police call Choco, y'all. See, right here is Ben. This guy is Billy the Fridge. Billy and Ben. <laughs> Y'all see him? Billy the friends, he lost weight. He was being, he was being a big old balloon. Y'all see? <laughs> Billy the friends, he lost weight. Y'all see? 400 pounds. Big old balloon, balloon. Fat guy. Fat guy. Big old 
fat, ugly, plump, sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to say ugly. I look, I eat food all the time. I'ma eat. Eat. And eat. And eat. And eat. 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 This is Ben. I saw. I just saw you his, his other friend. See, look at the long girly. Look at the long girly hair. See, he, 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 ben, 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 he got the girly. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. And I love how he's just like staring into your soul with mask here. Now, I do want to point out, because I see people in the in the comments, he did call Billy ugly, but he took it back immediately and apologized. Yeah, that was yeah. Captain Evil coming out. Yeah, yeah that's where that came from then. Evil, I am Captain Evil. I am Captain Evilly. I am Captain Evil. <laughs> I don't know why, why I said Captain Evil. Like, oh, he just evil laughed at it. I'm going to say Captain Evil. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I am Captain Evil. <laughs> I am Captain Evil. Ha 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 ha. I am Captain <laughs> Evil. I am Captain Evil. I am Captain Evil. He's trying to make a, a single evil. like he he wants to have a follow-up hit. Maybe I'll have to do that. I fucked with music. Everyone knows. <laughs> if, if if you made one, if you remix one, uh, I think everybody here would love you even more than they already do. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, he's been he's been one of our our, our brand new. Um, what is this guy's hits. name? Kevin Joseph King. Kevin Joseph. Kevin King. Joseph King. Yeah, yeah. He's he's been one of our our new additions to the show recently. Rather recently, uh, Trumpster Bob is another one of the yeah. New, now, like, and the, these are two sides of of the spectrum. Uh, because like Trumpster Bob is an antagonist, but we like KJK. He's cool. You know what we should do for our next private show? What? We should get every person that we kind of like comment on between antagonists and and uh, and and uh, what's the other one? The, the other crazy people, all our crazy people, oddities. Yeah, oddities or oddities antagonists, and we should go throughout the entire episode, get a, 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 a linear graph, 
and and line them up from the sweetest of sweet boys to the most sourest of skittles. Yeah. He's got a video on his Who's... fucking channel here where he puts on a fucking mask like the little doll thing from Saw. Oh, what you know fuck? what? You know what? Go to go to Google and and yeah. just search his name Kevin Joseph King and then click on the video section and let me know what you see. All right, Kevin Joseph. Big old fat balloon. Yeah. Big old fat balloon. Videos. Yeah, click on balloon. videos. Big old fat balloon. Ah, motherfucker! Why would you fucking do that to me? <laughs> I, I want to stop. I want to stop you from looking. Celebrity, celebrity. How many fucking videos did this dude upload? There's one where he's just like peeing, like he's just peeing all. <laughs> he like fakes the pee for a minute. Yeah. He's like just holding his dick like he's about to pee. He looks in the camera like like he's a, a deer in headlights. Like, you looking at me, y'all? You looking at me, y'all? I might do it. I might do it. Oh, my God. I might jump a little pee-pee, y'all. But you know what? You're right. You're right, Billy. We should do that. That'll be our private show. That'll be on Sunday. Yeah. Sunday, December 20th, which also happens to be the day the Electoral College is going to confirm Biden's uh election as president elect so we hope yeah <laughs> if uh if everybody who is part of the discord if you're not part of the discord join the drunken peasants discord but uh everybody who's part of the discord you should go into one of the rooms i don't know what would be the best room to do this but start listing off the people from the crazy and the protagonists and stuff and we could we can try and get a nice list up and I don't know how we should do it. Like, we sh yeah. should, should we start with the, the the tier list they do, where it's like S tier, la da da. We and should, S tier is like the sweet or the, the we evil. Should start, and down below. We should start with the best of the best and end with the worst of the worst. And there's yeah. a few like that are kind of hard to choose. Like, I don't know. Like, like Jared is someone who would be all the way over on the other side from KJK. I don't know if he's the worst, but he's one of the worst. Like I'd put him up yeah. there too. Big old um, fat balloon. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's... It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard to to really figure this one out. We're we're gonna have to go through. We're gonna need a lot of help from the viewers that night. I am Captain Evil. I am Captain Evil. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I am Captain Evil. Imagine just uh, like walking into the wrong room and the dude sitting into his fucking like, you know, doing that. Like what? Let's let's uh, respond to this. Uh, we we just gained five pounds really quick here. Uh, <laughs> why the hell would you cape? For that disgusting waste of life, Vosh. Okay, um, I am kind of a boomer. Uh, what what does cape mean? A uh, superhero like Superman for him. You know, are we doing uh, that? Protect him. Are we doing that? Mm. I I think because we um didn't chastise him as opposed to when we chastised Nick uh, earlier. You 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 covered his uh, the alleged. Uh, doxing as well, so you, maybe that's part of the caping. I don't know. I, we, we've had, I we've mean, had, we've I didn't had even Walsh say on the show multiple times. I didn't even say it was doxing. I just said I don't know if he's released his own name, so I'm just going to cover it up. I wasn't even like, hey, he doxed him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, but, but I just, I'm just choosing not times. to do it. 
Uh, I would do that for anybody. Like if uh, it doesn't matter what side they're on. If I if I see someone releasing what's supposedly their name and I haven't seen them publicly release their own name, I'm not going to share it. We've had Valsh on the show multiple times. So if you think we're caping for him, maybe it's because uh, he's 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 worked with us and we have a a respect for him on a a plat on that level. Um, until until I think they just assume. I think they just assumed that because we're against Nick Fuentes, that we're somehow like Vosh you guys kind of stay in the middle on everything, which is yeah. actually the smartest position to be in, really. For that, we totally, we totally have Nick Fuentes on the show if he would uh, come back. Oh and my do god, it. another one of these! All right, listen, tell all your little buddies, all your little incel Nick Fuentes buddies, that we have invited Nick Fuentes on this show multiple times. Uh, he has ignored us. He has a, he's had us blocked on Twitter for nearly a year now. Uh, he's he's afraid of us. He runs from us. So you know what? Actually, tell him this. Tell him we will we will smoke his weed and hang out with him <laughs> yeah. for a couple of hours on our show. <laughs> yeah, we're like the cool guys that he would have been glad to smoke the weed with when he was in yeah, school. Like trip up there to do it too. I don't fucking give a shit. <laughs> fucking yes, I'll do it. <laughs> we'll all hang out with Nick Fuentes and smoke his weed, and and he's he's more than welcome here on the hey, show. Hey, why why does uh, why does Nick Fuentes spend his time blocking nobodies? Well, it's because he shit his pants in high school, oh. and, he, and he Google's his name all the time. Damn, and he's very insecure, so he has to block people that that, that don't just that don't just like you know have a dissenting opinions against his political views, but literally just talk about him shitting his pants in high school. They always do this uh, too. He- where they say they're not actually a Fuentes fan, but somehow they're here, like defending Nick Fuentes. They like came out well, of nowhere. I mean. To be fair, Neon Noir is giving us money as well while going through this. And that's cool this, and so, all. Like, so, like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to harp on Neon Noir. We're not Neon huge Vosh defenders. If Vosh does something we don't agree with, we'll criticize him for it. If if you hate Vosh, don't watch the episodes where he's on here. Yeah. Or skip over the clips that we may or may not play of him. Um, that's that's all I can say. Uh, we're not we're not going to um, disavow. As Nick yeah. Fuentes likes to say, disavow Vosh for having opinions that may not um, make everybody happy. Uh, we've had some people a lot worse than Vosh, Vosh on the show, I think. And we've given them uh, a platform to speak and some of them even to hang themselves. There's people yep. who have been hung on this show, people who have admitted to having sexual relationships with people who uh, Ill- illegally have a very low IQ or who were uh, illegally was... uh, older than them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. talk about Milo and JF. Milo and JF. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's it's oh, a platform. Yeah. It's a platform. JF, JF came on here and announced to the world that as he was in a very proud voice, and she had a very uh, low IQ. Yeah, it, it was like it was like it was like some dude. The way he said it, it was like some dude talking about his girlfriend's boobs, basically. Like, oh. he, like she has a very low IQ, like Ooh, that. She is so yeah. retarded. Yeah, Neon, yeah, Neon yeah. Noir says, says, "I'm sorry. I assume based on the title. Yeah, no, no worries, Neon Noir. You come My to a girl show. Can lick so we, many windows. We, <laughs> we, we literally, we literally talked about Vosh for about." Yeah. 
17 seconds. Yeah, the only reason we mentioned Vosh is because of Nick Fuentes' tweet whining about how Tim Pool has Vosh on his show, but not him. Uh, where is it? It's right here. This. Yeah. And, Tim Pool has hosted Steve Bono and the pedo, sometimes known as Vosh, on TimCast Live, but not me. What gives? And the other time we talked about Vosh in yeah. this episode was when we were explaining that we uh, clipped out that part of the name there because it may or may not be uh, his legal name, which has never been publicly uh, put out by him, so we weren't going to share it. And that ends the amount of time we talked about Vosh until you came. I actually think it's I, another another this made you talk about Vosh more times than you have before. You, really, you literally <laughs> did get us to talk about Vosh longer now than we would like, like ten times more than we would have originally. I do want to point out though, I think it's so fucking weak uh, how Nick Fuentes and a lot of other people on the right just call people the p word. Yeah, it's it's like it's like when people on the other side are like, well, you're a Nazi. Shut up. Like it, it's it, they call them one of the worst things you can call somebody to just like invalidate the rest of the conversation. Yes. Like, you know, that word has weight, dude, that fucking carries into the real world from your Twitter spurging. They could fuck up real world opportunities. The, the weight that of that asshole. word is vanishing. The weight of that word is, is vanishing because of this shit. It's used so frivolously. So it's the same same thing with Nazis. Yes, though, like I agree. You call somebody a Nazi. I agree. And it's, it's, it's and I've criticized people... Vosh because he calls everybody a Nazi, and I don't yeah. agree with all of the people that you he says are Nazi. Nazi. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure on one episode he he like I think it might have been the the the, the episode where he debated. Um, I, I think he did allude to me being a Nazi. Did he in in the in the earlier part? Because I was like, well, I did it. Am I a Nazi? He's like, well. I'm like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, funny. I mean, you know, you look good in an officer's cap. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it's just like you don't want to call somebody the p the p word or the the knots word or the any of those words if you really think those words are powerful. You want to address them to people that it actually can be proven, so that people don't start writing off when you refer to somebody as one of them. In my opinion, <laughs> in Neon Noir, I'm glad you're drunk. I'm glad uh, you're you're paying to apologize to us. You're, I, I we've gained thirty pounds. We've gained thirty pounds. <laughs> uh, I gained back yeah, all the weight I lost in the last few months just because of you. I will say one thing about Vosh, though, that I think is kind of scummy, and he probably didn't do this intentionally, but when he was on. Not too long ago, was Scott Henson was on. It was me, uh, uh, Ben. Scott and yeah. Bosch. Bosch talked about uh, Fat Shack here in Seattle, which is uh, there's like these grease truck Jersey fat sandwiches where they fill them with, with like um, deep fried chicken fingers and mozzarella sticks and cheesesteak yeah. and French fries and all types of other things. And I've, I've I went there about seven times now. Oh, damn. Oh. So so that was the thing he did. That was scummy. Oh, dude. Yeah. You know what? My I, diet got obliterated I picked, this last few months. I picked the wrong time good, to go keto because they just opened a Dick's Drive-In food truck in Bellevue. 
Nice. Yeah. Where at? Um, I can't. I I have the address of where it is. Is that like the the same dicks where they fucking insult the shit no. out of you? That's Dick's oh. Last Resort. Dick's Drive-In is like an old school burger restaurant. Uh, that's Ooh, pretty much those. only in the Seattle area, and it it has like. Have you ever seen like the? Uh, you ever seen the way McDonald's used to be? Like you'd walk. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. It's like an old fucking timey nineteen fifties diner. There's yeah. plenty of those. It's, yeah, around it's where like. I live. It's a, Go ahead, go ahead, Billy. Yeah, it's a, it's a drive-in, right? So you walk walk up to the the window, and they they have only like the the burgers on the menu, no special orders or anything. And so you get a basic hamburger, basic cheeseburger, a special hamburger, or a deluxe, deluxe. cheeseburger. Then they have milkshakes, French fries. That's it. You go up, you get the the. It's, it, it started in 1954, and it's very nothing simple. has really changed. Nothing has really changed except the price went up a little bit. It doesn't but it's need like to compared to. Yeah, compared to other burger places, it's very reasonable. Very mm. reasonable for what you get. I like those kind of places because the way they always make their food is like real traditional. It's always like you get that really nice smoky kind of broiled, like charbroiled oh, taste yeah. in the meat, and it's great. Fucking yeah. love it. Very quick service, open till two a.m. Oh, you know, it's, guys, it's the spot for drunks. Guys, please, <laughs> please like this stream. Uh, we especially need to compensate for all the insecure Nick Fuentes stands out there. Uh, if you guys could, if you like Vosh, like the stream. If you don't like Vosh, continue donating like the other Vosh haters. <laughs> yeah, haters. yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, give us money. Um, we, we are trying to hit a goal tonight. We're 73% of the way there. We consistently hit the goals. I think we may actually be spoiled uh, by the amount of the amount of love we get from our fans, but uh, you guys haven't failed us since we started this, so I'm confident we're going to get there tonight. But if you got a couple of uh, bucks to ch chuck our way, uh, now would be the time Two to, to five, uh, start the tip train. Start the tip train, uh, and uh, I mean, I know we can do it. It's been over two years now that the streak has gone on. Uh, and and we're way 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 closer now than we have been in the past, and we still made it then. So, and I've got some more videos to play. I would say uh, if you if you want to read those streamlabs now, Billy, we can uh, do that. And if you guys want okay. to send in any, we'll read them before the end of the show. If you want to send them in, I gotta pull them up for a second here. So, if you want to say anything to the crowd, Stevie, anything you'd like to talk about real quick? Uh, not really. You can watch what you want to watch, man. I mean, right. I just like I wanted to thank you guys for like having me on again. I love coming on here, man. This is fucking great. If people want to check out my stuff. I mean, you can check out like I guess you leave a link in the description to your guest stuff, so you'll find my shit there. You know, so yeah, it's been great so far. Yeah, hell yeah, I'm glad to have you back. Uh, so soon, we had you yesterday. Yeah, uh, that was fucking great. <laughs> I loved yeah, no. the I loved the, the the fake fucking stand up guy you had on just. It's a <laughs> that was Kalo. Well, yeah. our, uh, the, my uh, the call like kind of spurred out for me. What 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 did you just say, Stevie? Oh, I said I loved that. Um, oh, fake fucking uh, comedian you, you <laughs> had on yesterday. That was I was <laughs> killing Jeff with the the laughter. Yeah, Billy introduced that guy to us. Um, yep, I've known him for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. Kalo Dano. Tall White go. Alien just gave us some love. Thank you, Tall White Alien. Uh, Neon Noir again. Uh, I think we addressed everything you, you sent us live on the show, but uh, I'm glad that we worked our way through that. Appreciate you. 
Egghead Show says, I hope you're ready. I just got done editing my second submission for Actual Mania. There's another tease and clue in the promo I sent you. Hope you figure it out. Uh, the Karen 12 says, hi, Billy. Hi, the Karen 12. Um, Coop Carr gave us big love. Kayla W gave us that big love. Uh, Andrew Alt said, I live in Michigan and nowhere can you look up on the internet or the Michigan.gov site to find out if someone in the state voted for Biden or Trump. Right. You can't, you, you can't, you can see who registered for which party. Like some states make it public whether or not you registered as a Republican or a Democrat because you have to register as one to vote in the primaries. Yeah. But it, it, yes, your vote record, like what you voted for, that's not made public. (laughs) That's ridiculous. No, it's not. Voting, the fact that you voted is made public. Everything else is not. Yeah. Fix Soul gave us uh, a little love. Thank you, Fix Soul, once again. Uh, Honest Red uh, said, pretty sure this little dweeb lives off his parents, talking about Nick Fuentes. Yep. <laughs> Andrew All again said, uh, how come those who preach life is uh, sacred come up with the most inhuman and anti-life solutions? We read that earlier when you said that. So true. You know, Colin, Nick, Nick yeah. Fuentes ruined the name Fuentes because I used to associate that name with Daisy Fuentes, who was like a nice looking <laughs> VJ on MTV in the 90s. And I think I, I, I still do to an extent uh, give her that, that okay. cred- credibility. She deserves I don't let it. Nick, I don't let Nick F live rent free in my mind. He's exactly. got to pay uh, pay the toll to uh, yeah. the troll Daisy troll. Fuentes. It, it, how, how, have you ever met an unattractive Daisy? I, I don't know if I've ever actually met Not someone personally. named Daisy. I just know Daisy Fuentes and Daisy Duke from Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> that wasn't All a I real know. name. <laughs> oh, Daisy <laughs> Duck, too. Daisy Duck. Hot. Um, Daisy Duke was the character's <laughs> name. Anyway, go on. Uh, Colin Dice uh, said, short-time viewer, first-time tipper. Nick is a little bitch. Jeff may have started a hate movement, but he's a sexy far left daddy. Oh. <laughs> Spirit Flame said, uh, uh, "Even numbers, woo, five hundred, woo." Mister Captain Snacks says, "Here's five dollars and thirty-four cents to help Specs numbers thing." LOL. I'm glad I was wrong about you when I first saw you, Stevie. Goes to show the ass is the person who judges the person is before learning le- 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 about them. Learning about them is the the Leary. word I believe that you're trying to say. Learning about them. My so, CPU yeah, the- is a neural net processor, a learning computer. The <laughs> ass is the person who judges the person before learning about them. So I'm glad well, you are forgiven. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that not only did we work all of our past troubles out, but oh, now yeah. we can we can make future troubles together. We can make future troubles <laughs> together. Oh boy! And I think that ties us all in for donos. Except Chet Lemon came in last minute. Can we get a shout out to our fat cat Pickles the Fridge? He just had surgery and is doing great. Great shows this week. Yeah, Chet. Shout out to Pickles the Fridge. Get well soon, uh, Pickles the Fridge. Pickle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pickle the fridge. We are almost three quarters of the way to our goal. Thank you guys for helping us get this far. We're going to keep the show rolling. Keep those coming in. Anything you send in, we will read it here and, and respond to your comment or your question or whatever. Uh, please do it through Streamlabs. Here's more towards the goal. Yes! I still want to angrily Woo! rape Stevie's fart boozy while Billy feeds us cottage cheese and barbecue bugles. That sounds so specific. Why, he, why, why are you trying to have me feed you the cheese horns? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got I got to pee. I'll be right back. All right. <laughs> yeah. 
I also did want to say that I am trying to finish an album up by the end of the year. So there's that. And I'll actually uh, have some stuff to share with that in the next couple of days. So if people out there that know that I do music are interested in that, I'll have that out there. It's pretty cool shit. Are you familiar? That's where my year's been swallowed by Corona, man. I mean, mean... I've done so many fucking upgrades in here because I I bet a lot of people remember this was just like a blank ass room with a bunch of random shit. And now it's red and black with a bunch of random shit. Do you have have an electronic drum kit? kit right there behind you yeah, yeah I, have I have one a, too i just kit. bought one. Oh yeah it's an alessis it's a it's a roland td uh 17 there you go sort of can sort of see it it's got uh like the mesh heads the bounce yeah on, they they feel real like it feels yeah, like a real do. drum set but my only problem is like it's hard as fuck to actually hit the snare snare. You're always getting a fucking rim shot because of the rim of the, the the drum itself. It's hard to actually just get in. So I just programmed both to give the same sound. Yeah, because like, like fuck it. The rims are like <laughs> their own pads. Like I, yeah. I sometimes I'll make the rims of one of my toms a cowbell. Like if I want a cowbell. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, like, or, or if I, if I want like the, the hi-hat with the tambourine on top of it or something like that, I'll, I'll program that. It's really cool. I can, I can, it also turns into a a MIDI controller when I plug it into my computer so I can make each pad have whatever sound I want it to have. Yeah. The best way to do that is to actually get like a superior drummer or any of those kind of programs really that are just like. Yeah, well, that works too. Yeah, they're by the same company, so then you can really get a much better sound. Because honestly, the stock sounds that this thing came with were pretty shit. <laughs> yeah, the the ones that came built into my Roland are they sound real, but I I like yeah. I like the versatility of putting whatever I want, you know, yeah. on each pad. Yeah, it really, really helped with a lot of my own productions and shit because then I'm not, when I do drum rolls, clicking on the grid, like each individual yep. fucking one. It's like 20 minutes for like one roll. Fuck it. Now I can just yep. play it. Because when I started music, I actually started off on drums and then just learned everything else from there uh, that I, I do. I'm the opposite. Like, I can make a computer do whatever I want with drums, but mm-hmm. sitting down at a drum set, I'm just learning. I'm a beginner yeah. at it. But. Well, I mean, I taught myself, like, guitar, bass production in general i mean so i kind of just like went on a big spurk out behind the scenes of the onion shit i was doing for years Uh, (laughs) and learned a shitload of it are you familiar with uh with your movie sucks have you ever seen that youtube channel yeah i've seen his uh stuff um isn't that uh adam i think his name yeah he just put out an album that took him like 10 years to write and record and really yeah yeah like total like the the songwriting time and then his time in the studio i think it was like the last like four years or so he just put wow. it out it's it's really good he's got a bunch of uh you know he actually got someone to come in and play cello and all this okay it's he made it basically it's it's he's in mozart mode basically is it like classical music or no. is it no it's like rock music I'll have to check it out. I like his videos. I think they're I, he, he introduced me to the world of Cool Cat. So yep. he, uh, uh, yeah, that was a rabbit hole. He wrote a song <laughs> that Blondie actually uh, put on one of their albums, like one of their newer, more recent albums. No, she, Deborah Harry Blondie. Yes, Deborah mm-hmm. Deborah Fucking- Harry Blondie. 
dude, that is in fucking incredible. My dad yeah. would have fucking thought that was cool because my dad used to have a huge poster of her on his ceiling in the bedroom when he was a kid, which oh, I was yeah. like, you know what? Good taste. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was hot in video drum. Blondie <laughs> also is responsible for bringing the first rap song or the yeah, first Fab rap Five Freddy to MTV, right? Yeah, Fab wow. Five Freddy, uh, uh, Rapture, the song Rapture. Yeah. Uh, hmm. That's interesting. I did not know that. Yeah, she raps at the end of it. <laughs> okay, I've got to. I've got to hear that at some point. <laughs> yeah, the like the band, like the the music to it. You can tell it's the band playing it, but it has more of like a rap beat style to it. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I did not know that, but I, I was unaware that. Uh, yeah, that he had made an album. I'll have to check it out. That's really fucking neat. Yeah. I think it's literally called 10 Years or something like that. Um, oh, very nice. Let's see. Neato. Awkward silence. Yeah. <laughs> Awkward silence. Silence is the power uh, palate cleanser of the ear. Awkward I thought that was Q-tips. Huh. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. But yeah, no, I mean, when it came to uh, all the stuff I was doing over the years with the Onion stuff behind the scenes, what I was doing with it was just self-teaching production and such, because I really did want to get into that. And I'm like, I don't want to spend the money it costs to go to music school. And YouTube is a wealth of information for that kind of stuff. There's a shitload yeah. of channels I follow. There's one mm -hmm. called Spectre Media Group out there. A, a guy named Glenn Fricker is really good with the videos about how to do home production and shit. And I just kind of like went on a rabbit hole from channels like that for a long time. And not just for metal either, but other productions too. For other kind of genres and shit. It was fun shit. Yeah, here's here's the the full album is actually on YouTube. It's called it, the I guess the band or music project is called an unkindness. And the album is mm. called Ten Years. It says Neat. uh Piano, vocals, drums, cello, clarinet, acoustic guitar, saxophone, ukulele, accordion, synth, and organ uh, at, by Adam Johnston. Bass, Adam Johnston. And then there's, it looks like he had some session musicians. Yeah. Uh, violin, mm. flute, tuba. Jesus, man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's why I say he was like in Mozart mode with this shit. Mozart mode, indeed. Yeah. Put together a real piece but of art. But the fact there. that he yeah. has actual instrument, I'll tell you this, though, that probably has got to sound great. It does. Because when you synthesize stuff like traditional instruments, it just doesn't sound the same. Like the literal depth and the warmth of the instrument is lost because it just doesn't translate over. So when you actually have it recorded like the real deal, it sounds so much better. It really does. It just costs a fuckload of money for my own stuff. I don't. That's why I don't do it because I can't find session musicians that are cellists and shit that right. I could afford to pay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like some of the songs on that album, I can find videos of him like performing, like old videos from like ten plus years ago of him performing those same songs. So he's wow. had he's been holding on to them for a while. Um. 
That's like Devin Townsend, man. He's got like new stuff that's coming out with his records, and he wrote it like back in the '90s. So it's just been you know sitting in the wings for years to come on an album. And that guy's cranking albums out like a motherfucker. I think he made ten albums over the last ten years, and then a whole shitload of smaller ones in between. And it's like that guy's musical output is insane, dude. Uh, I, it's crazy to me how because Prince was a Jehovah's Witness, he didn't believe in having a will. And because of that, all of the shit he never wanted released went to his family that he didn't even really like. Like, <laughs> and they and they have this wealth of shit because there's so many huge Prince fans out there that. Yeah. Uh, so like, there Prince basically like lived with a recording studio nearby. He recorded he recorded albums and albums and albums and albums of shit. The, like they they could put out a new Prince album like every year. Uh, for a while if they wanted to and it's just crazy that he it was never released because he thought there's even a movie he filmed uh with with, that kevin smith directed that's out there somewhere that like his his family that acquired his estate because of him dying and not having a will they they just like every now and then they'll release some shit like no one had ever heard the prince version of nothing compares to you like they knew that he wrote it and Sinead O'Connor used it, uh, performed it, but there was a recording of it and it was released after he died because every now and then a new sh- a new track by Prince comes out that we had never heard before. It's crazy. I never heard of that ever. Wow, I didn't know that. He, well, I mean, you know, I knew Purple Rain and all that kind of shit, but it's like that's kind of crazy to me. I did not know that. Yeah, wow. yeah, he was uh, really religious. He stopped singing. He stopped performing all of his songs that were really sexual in nature, mm-hmm. too. Um, so he got like kind of weird about it towards the end. And there was there was music that wasn't quite finished, or he didn't think was good yeah. enough that he held on to, but he was never going to release. But because he was a Jehovah, I, I guess Jehovah's Witnesses don't they, they don't believe in a lot of weird shit. Like they don't celebrate holidays or anything. They don't get you know uh, it was fucking trip blood transfusions. You know- well, you know, it was a fucking trip, speaking of Prince. When I was working in management at a movie theater years and years ago, when I lived back in Vegas, uh, we always, uh, I always wondered, like, we had this little theater that was literally just a fucking tiny two-seater fucking theater that was at the top of the fucking building. And I was always like, what the fuck is this for? It was like, what, is it for, like, the president of the company? And it, no, it was for him. Literally, the for dude Prince. had so much... Yes, and that's exactly because my boss fucking told me well, that's who it was for. He had pictures and everything, and it was built specifically for him. Dude. I was like, what the fuck? That dude had so much money that he had a small theater so he could go up there with his lady or whatever the fuck, you know, and watch movies and stuff without being bothered by anyone. I'm have like, you, that's some fuck you money. <laughs> have you ever seen the thing where Kevin Smith describes the experience of directing this movie for Prince? Have you ever seen that? No, I haven't. Oh my god. Have you ever seen it, Billy? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, it's it's just it's crazy. Uh and and that's how everyone knows about Kevin Smith filming this movie for Prince cuz he never released it. And it was a it, it was like a, a really very like religious movie. It was almost like religious propaganda. And <laughs> oh, Kevin shit. Smith was just doing it like Kevin Smith didn't even get paid to do it. Um, well, yeah, well, he, he got uh, Prince uh, let him use some of his music, right? some of it in movies, not mm. really the song he wanted to use either. He gave him like Morris Day in the time. Yeah, but he wouldn't give them uh, some of his other music. 
Um, yeah. I think he was just, he sounds like he was just happy to do it. <laughs> yeah, but then it was like a, a very bizarre experience. I bet I could play some of it with, I, cause it's like, it's like filmed at like a, Q and A from somewhere. I don't. I don't think it has. I don't think they'd copyright something yeah. like that. Yeah. Let's see. Since we have some time and we're trying to meet the goal, guys, please help us meet the goal. We're so close. Um. What? Let's see here. Yeah, didn't Prince like Kevin Smith because of Dogma? Yes, I don't think Prince understood uh, the satirical value of Dogma. And I think he like took it way more literally than it was probably supposed to be taken. Um, yeah, a lot of people kind of did that, which I'm like, you know, this movie is quite obviously a parody. It's not serious. <laughs> well, no, like my entire, I think Can my most, <laughs> sorry, my most religious belief uh, is from Dogma. That Alanis Morissette <laughs> what is, that? is God. Oh no! Um, <laughs> I think it was Chris Rock. He said, uh, "A lot of people, you know, they believe in something. They're willing to die for that shit. Belief is dangerous, you know. Like he's like, I, 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 if if you believe in something, your your mind can't change. But you know, but I, I have a good idea. You know, you can have a good idea about what you what you think of this world. You know, yeah, I, that's, that's true. That stuck with me. Like, why believe? Why believe in anything?" Uh, well, you could just have a good idea. Well, why, you know, why would you pick one ideology over the other? You know, it's hard yeah. to justify because then you have you to justify that your particular ideology and say, well, this is why all the rest of them are fake. And then, you know, you find it, it's weird because when you do that, you find you don't really have a very solid leg to stand on because all somebody has to say, well, okay, then why are you right over my ideology? <laughs> Two Guns Noel gave us that big love and said, you're all some sexy princes to me. Thank you, Two Guns. Sexy. Thank you, thank and, you. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree with that. Ah, oh, oh. look at you, Neon Noir. Coming through, Cheers giving us you. some of the goal right now. Ooh. Thank you, thank you, thank uh, you. We really you. appreciate Cheers. it. Cheers, thank you. Thank you. Um, still trying to find this video. Boom, Pop. <laughs> I look like Fat Damon, says Dom Nemesis. Fat Matt Damon. Alec Rizzer says, eight-string guitar is the superior ideology. I wholeheartedly agree with you. Uh, <laughs> All right, here we go, here we go. Come on, get in there, motherfucker. I don't know if we'll hit a post-show uh, at this point. <laughs> Probably going to ride it out trying to hit that goal. Yeah. Ubri's asking about the post show. I think today might just be the whole show. <laughs> All right. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, feel free to keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to make it awkward for you by just staying quiet. Damn it. <laughs> We're going to keep talking. We are uh, over... Uh, $700 door tonight's goal. That means we're less than $100 away from meeting the goal. Yep. 87.82% of the way there. Amazing, amazing. Every time I see it, I, I can't believe it uh, when we hit that goal. I feel like every week could be the, the end times, and it never is. Make Fuentes uh, you know what? donate us more um, money. I, actually, I think this might be copyrighted. Oh, uh, fuck. Yeah, that's fine. Is. 
Yeah, because like that's crazy that it is copyrighted. Because all it is is like a like from a Q and A. But Ooh. I I just the reason why it's hard to find is because of like uh, it keeps getting taken down. So uh, well, I'd say sucks. look look for it on your own. I do have more. Of yeah, other I'll videos. look it up on my own. I mean, if you got more weird people to fucking watch, I mean, yeah. we can do that. Yeah. Because right. I mean, it's not like you guys are gonna be exhausted of weird people. And, oh shit. <laughs> Hi, you guys. I just got a letter from Brent, and I'm going to go ahead and read it. Dear Scale, well, my dear, we had quite the task ahead of us for LeVar. Luckily, we've had a stash of $25 tier Church of Gale patrons to assist us with this project. I decided this important but straightforward mission was the perfect opportunity to utilize their abilities and help them gain more experience in our fight against the Jesuits. <laughs> N has recovered quite well from his ordeal with Sarah Avery, but is still partially retarded. Meanwhile, $25 <laughs> tier patron Dale was excited and ready to go for his first assignment. We also recruited the help of a new volunteer, Amy Moose, M-O-U-S, from did the YouTube book. Section. She's the she's done like audio books of her crazy oh, books. Oh no shit. Yeah, I don't. Oh fuck. I don't know if they're on Audible, but they're out there. Like uh, they're out there. Uh, her actually. I've, I've I... heard people read shit from her books before, and it's fucking amazing. They it need is. to be on the New York Times bestseller list, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. I gave everyone on the team a warm <laughs> welcome, and after reading our warning disclaimer to them, it was time for them to start the new job. All right, I told them. <clears throat> Our mission <clears throat> is to make LeVar black again. I've got some special equipment here for you all to use in this assignment. Make LeVar black again. <laughs> this is a special phone tablet, I said, phone. handing it off to Dale, and an instruction manual on, on what I want you to do. On what I want you to do. I added while handing the manual to Amy. I have faith that you guys can do this. I know LeVar is motivated to get back to his roots. Got it, Mr. Spiner. LeVar was on the show Roots back in the day, and he played like a yeah. like an African so, sold into Kunta slavery. Kinte. Yeah. Oh, yep. wow. Amy said. Your name is Toby, boy. This is, le was, this is leading towards think. penises, isn't it? Kunta. <laughs> yeah, Probably, he was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was his first big role uh, when when they first started the Next Generation. Lavar Burton and Will Wheaton were the two most famous like TV Quilty. and movie actors on there. Quilty. People who weren't familiar with Shakespeare didn't know who uh, Patrick Stewart was at the time. <laughs> and crooned, flapping his one retarded hat hand in response. I don't know what's happening, Dale replied with worry. Good. I'm trusting you with my best black friend. So make sure he stays safe. Most importantly, help him find his blackness again. Oh, and I said almost forgetting. It's like the cowardly lion losing his courage. Here are your make black again. Yeah. You know. Somebody animate these. Of hats. I placed a hat on each of them before before hurting them out of the room and waving them off. It was time for these birds to fly. 
Amy, Dale, and Anne all piled into a black limousine. Being partially retarded now made Anne much more capable at, capable at menial tasks, so he was in the driver's seat. In the back seat, Amy carefully read the instruction manual I had given her. Make Gail the new host of Reading Rainbow. While Dale oh, fiddled yeah. with the tablet. Oh. You're talking about having LeVar Burton be the new host of Jeopardy, right? <laughs> People yeah. want that. Yeah, I don't know if... I, I've seen like petitions and stuff to make that happen, and I don't know if the network is going to do it, but maybe. Yeah, up to them to make that decision. Yeah. But I would watch it. Yeah, I mean, I can see him do it. I, you know, he's <laughs> professional actor. They got Drew Carey to do Price is Right, or no, what show was it? Whose line? One of them fucking shows. Price is Right. Yeah, he took Bob yeah, Barker's place. Because I remember that the guitar player from Kill Switch Engage was randomly on Price's right once. <laughs> he just runs down out of the stands. I'm like, is that Adam Durkowitz? That's hilarious. holy fuck it yeah. is. It's Dude. like an LA like thing when you're when you're down there, you're you're in a band or you're in something, you go to Price's Right and they, they pick people specifically in a line before Price is Right starts to be the ones they call up. Yeah, there's a documentary there's a documentary about this dude that like hacked the Price is Right and like helped someone get the showcase like if you pick the showcase down to the dollar, you win both showcases and it had never happened before and this fucking crazy like savant guy uh, met people in line and like helped hack the prices right. There's a documentary about it. Sorry. Is it is wow. it down to a dollar? I thought it was down to a hundred dollars. Is it okay? Like super $100. accurate though. Like it's got to be very very accurate, and you win both. Um, yeah, huh. I, I think that's happened. I've seen it happen before. So like when I was young, but uh, the, the the idea is they have everybody line up outside of the uh, venue before they go into the audience and they have people that work for the uh, show come out and they kind of go down the line and talk to people and see who has that on air element, you know, yeah. they, they might be, they might be interesting to pull up and they put them on a list. So if you go through and you're talking to a guy who's in kill switch engage, he's yeah. going to have like Let's a story. He's going to stand out and yeah. throw you in hoop car. Let's get that goal. Everybody we're $45 and 46 cents away from being complete. This guy memorized like the items on there and memorized the because there were variations like they had some of the same uh, similar items, but there were small variants between them. And then yeah. he also figured out where they were getting their pricing from and he memorized all of the pricing. So like if there was if there was like a chair there were like two chairs and one was slightly priced higher. He would memorize all of that shit. And he would memorize how to win all the different games, like the odds. He was a computer programmer, so he was like really oh, yeah. good at like thinking ahead and like, you know, yeah. figuring that kind of shit out. Um, it's, yeah, you'll do that a lot when you do machine learning and programming and stuff. He had so. gotten and he had gotten like banned too. Like they didn't want him on the show anymore. <laughs> so he was like, you know how the audience can like yell answers to people. He was yeah. in the audience yelling like the abs like the one hundred percent correct answers to the people um like the only Sweet thing he boy. couldn't help you with was spinning the wheel <laughs> puking dog got twenty dollars yep Blech. thank you so much we're almost there 96 percent. i like how the other dog's like fuck <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Gail looks upset that we've interrupted her. Yeah, sorry. She is. As she is. Bob Barker was not one of her men. Instructions. And, and swung by Lavar's mansion, where Lavar was anxiously waiting for them. He climbed into the passenger seat and greeted everyone with the cordial hellos and handshakes. After collecting Lavar, the next stop in the trip was several hours away. I've met Lavar Burton twice at two different conventions. Super nice no, guy. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, he like, seems like he'd be a really cool guy. Yeah, yeah. I've it, the funny thing is, is that I've met most of the Star Trek actors because <laughs> I I've been to a few. <coughs> conventions i've been to one star trek convention like the really big one in vegas where everybody was at and a lot of them were just like walking around uh so like a lot of the people she talked about like i've seen them in person like within a matter of feet away (laughs) from me i've never uh i've never really been a star trek fan i've never been to a star trek convention but 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 i have met will wheaton so (laughs) Got there that go. going for me. <laughs> you met like the worst Star Trek actor out of them. Or I met the person who told the greatest story ever told in Stand By Me about the big fat kid that ate pie and puked all over everybody. That was, I met uh, him. That was Stephen King that wrote Stand By Me. Far from the outskirts of Lavar's town and his comfort zone. Stop right here, Amy said. It looks like this is the place Brent wanted us to go, and slammed on and slammed on the brakes, bringing the limousine to a halt. A McDonald's, Lavar asked with surprise. How am I going to get blacker here? Well, it is in the <laughs> hood. Amy remarked, looking Easily. around nervously. The group exited the vehicle and approached the entrance to McDonald's. Amy looked at the manual, reading the instructions out loud to everyone. Dale, hold up the tablet to LeVar and turn it on, she said. Dale did as instructed, and LeVar was perfectly in frame on the tablet screen. Whoa, Dale said, it's like a video game. What do you mean, LeVar asked. Dale explained, the camera shows a live image of LeVar, but around the frame of the screen, there's all sorts of video game stats. In the top left of the screen, it says percentage black, which is currently at 0%. (laughs) Somebody needs to animate this shit, I swear to God. In the top right of the screen... What really needs to happen is somebody needs to option gail's story and gail's life for a netflix series yes like like where 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 gail on our planet is looked at as this crazy fucking lady but in actuality everything she says is true and netflix tells the entire story and gets like either lookalikes or other famous actors to play her men that will sign on i'm sure we can't get brent spiner probably can't even use gail's real name but this would be the dopest series if, like, she was instead of being like a, Tiger King. Yeah, instead of being a fan <laughs> of Star Trek, maybe she was a fan of uh, f- w- what's the Nathan Fillion one, Firefly, and yeah. then so Nathan Fillion, or or not even Nathan, maybe it's Alan Tudyk is the guy she's freaking out about, <laughs> and Alan Tudyk plays the the, the real life Comic Con guy. Like that would easily be one of the most enthralling, interesting Netflix shows ever. Billy, does Star Trek make you uncomfortable? 
No, not at all. I used to watch Next Generation with my dad when I was a kid. Okay. Because, like, when we bring up Star Trek, you you always make sure to let everyone know that you're not into it. It, it almost sounds like when, like, a straight guy mm-hmm. tells people that he's not into doing gay shit. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not... It, <laughs> Except um, I have relationships with women and except, sex with men. except it's important. It's important for people to know that I'm not a Trekkie when I talk about Star Trek, so they don't grade me upon my Star Trek knowledge. Who cares what they think? Yeah, well, because because when you talk about Star Trek, you talk about it extensively. But I've gotten deeply, wrong. Yeah. passionately. But maybe I and, remember and it wrong. I can't. I can't compete. I can't compete. This with isn't that, a competition. But it, but it is, it is no, where I want to tell people where I'm coming from as talking about Star Trek. It's very important that I tell people I'm not a Star Trek fan when I talk about the only person from Star like Trek I met was Will Wheaton. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it makes it funnier when I'm like, you know, I'm not a Star Trek fan, but I've met Will Wheaton. It's it like <laughs> adds, it adds, it's the joke, right? You know what? Uh, the last. The last Star Trek movie with Will Wheaton's cast on it, the Next Generation cast, uh, was made, I think, like 2003 or something like that. Uh, it was uh, Nemesis, Star Trek Nemesis. I saw and, that. And pretty much everyone came back for it, and they had Will Wheaton come in and film a scene at uh, Riker and Deanna Troy's wedding, which is like the first scene of that movie. And it's even in the, like... Uh, it, it it got cut and they didn't even use it in the movie. <laughs> Ooh. And it's it, it's in like the deleted <laughs> scenes portion of, of the DVD release of that movie. <laughs> because buried in the options you are, Will. Because after Gene Roddenberry <clears throat> died, uh the producer, I think his name's Rick Berman, took over and hated Will Wheaton. So he stopped using the character Wesley Crusher extensively after Roddenberry died because that was his Ooh. Mary Sue. Wesley Crusher was Roddenberry's Mary Sue. If you notice, uh, fucking Wesley Crusher is almost like like Jesus. Like like he's this weird prodigy that's almost like supernatural yeah. in a way. He's a he's a Barry Sue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so like yeah, uh, Rick Berman hated Will Wheaton and hated the character Wesley Crusher. So, so he basically con- did what he could to just write him out of the fucking yeah. show. Yeah, so like, he was hardly in the show at all anymore. Like he, Oh, he's going to go leave and join the Academy. Yeah, you know, he'll come back every now and then. <laughs> and then, like, oh, we'll have him come in and film one scene in the movie. Actually, no, fuck it. He sucks. No, cut, cut. I wonder who was the <laughs> highest paid actor for TNG season one. Season Will one? Will Wheaton had to be up there, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, but he was a kid. Kids probably didn't get paid as much. Uh, they couldn't do know, as much work. He was work. the movie star. He was the American movie he star. He couldn't right? work as many hours. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I would say probably Levar. You know, it really depends on who's doing the most work, though. Uh, too, like who's who's on set the most, uh, shooting the most scenes and the most film. Um, like the lead roles, you know, those yeah. are those are probably going to get paid the most. Uh, you know, and Patrick Stewart didn't really do any movies until after Star Trek: The Next Generation. I'm mean, no big like Hollywood high budget movies until after Star Trek wrapped. Like exactly, uh, the only movies he did was Star Trek mm-hmm. movies, and then he that got him his foot in the door, and he was lucky not to get like pigeonholed it as only that role because a lot of people you know like mark hamill gets stuck 
like only being able to live action play one character. Yeah, you know, and he yeah, was, he's been Luke Skywalker and the Joker, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Joker's just uh, voice acting, like live yep. action. He's only been Luke Skywalker in in like successful movies. You know, well, successful, but the successful. last Star Wars movie I wouldn't consider good. <laughs> right. I'm just saying successful, like yeah, money making movies that yeah. that sold a lot of tickets. Uh, but yeah. D- Billy will argue that some of the not the last one, but the one before that was a good Star Wars movie. Um, yeah, it was. <laughs> um, so, yeah, actually, though. Mark Hamill did a series of movies based on a Japanese anime in the early 90s called The Giver. Yep, yep, Giver. Yeah, he turned crazy. into a cockroach. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it was fucking random. Yep. And it was weird that he was in those because, I mean, it's a good series and it's an interesting movie. I was just surprised that he was in those. I saw those years ago. Patrick Stewart, movies. Patrick Stewart did do Excalibur and Dune before TNG, but he th- that wasn't the lead role. He was just like a secondary character the weirdest thing i think he did besides dune because it's weird before star trek uh was a movie called life force and it was really it's like a b movie that was made by the people who did star wars and alien on a huge budget patrick and the lead antagonist is this fucking super hot chick who's like naked for 90 percent of the movie frontal and everything too it's the fucking weirdest movie ever look it up life force Patrick Stewart's awesome. roles in Dune and Star Trek are literally just like what, like ten minutes of of like yep. a two yeah. hour movie. Yep. Patrick Stewart got paid forty five thousand dollars an episode for Star wow. Trek. So uh, I was looking for any monetary value for Wesley Crusher um, or, or no, Will Wheaton or whatever Wheaton. getting yeah. paid. I couldn't find yeah, anything. A season penny. one. I mean, he, no, I'm sure he got paid quite a bit because he, wasn't, he was a movie star. He probably got paid well for a kid, uh, but he wasn't in every episode mainly because he was a kid and they couldn't, you know, he was he was too young to work like even like a like a halftime schedule at that point. Yeah. Um. So, you know, uh, yeah, he he was being paid well for a kid that wasn't working as much as everybody else. Patrick Stewart was in every episode and was normally the main character of every episode, but sometimes it would be Data, sometimes it would be Riker, sometimes it would be Jordy. So, uh, but most of the time, I wonder what percentage, I wonder like who's been in the most TNG episodes of the main cast and who's been second and third and fourth. I'm pretty sure number one is uh, Patrick Stewart. Number two is, is uh, Brent Spiner. I wouldn't be able to answer that really though, because I was never huge into star Trek. I mean, I was more into Mm. star Wars and Farscape. Uh, I watched a lot of a show called Lex, which was really weird, but kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, no Star Trek. I don't know. For whatever reason, Star Trek was always one that just kind of went by the boards for me. I don't know why. Lex used to play on, uh, I think PBS. I don't know if I ever watched an entire episode of it, but like I'm surprised that shit, it played on PBS because I think it was, it was PBS. Maybe it was sci-fi channel. I swear it was, had to have been sci-fi okay. channel because Lex got a little bit, a little bit. It was very sexual. It was like softcore in space, but actually had a fucking plot. And it was really interesting the way they did. They had a uh, Tim Curry on an episode. Um, yeah. 
Like the one guy was a dead body, right? Yeah, he was a dead assassin. Yeah. He was like a he was like undead but dead. I don't know, it was weird. He had to have the special blood in order to stay alive and shit. And he had like he looked like Gary Newman kind of. <laughs> so he's basically a vampire? Yeah, sort of in a he way. Was, he was basically the character from uh Preacher. Yeah, pretty much. And they had to keep him in a cryostasis because he uh, could only stay out in the real world uh, like alive dead for so long or else he would be like permanently dead. It was really weird. I remember one episode where they woke him up wrong and he shot their captain on accident with this claw thing on his wrist right in the heart. <laughs> it was like, uh, oops. And then they had another character where there was like a robot head that was a fucking asshole to everybody. It was hilarious. <clears throat> Stabby Hug says Dieter Lasser was in it. Yeah, the guy from uh, The Human Centipede was a villain on that show. I know weird sci-fi. I don't know a lot about Star Trek, though. Which is funny, because like Star all. Trek I'm not is familiar like this with, template for all this shit. I'm not familiar with that show, but I'm, I'm fr- I, I like all kinds of sci-fi. Like, I, yeah. like, I even liked the reboot of Battlestar Galactica. Um, I kind of did. Yeah, I always felt like Lex was going to turn into a porno. Like, yeah, I would well, watch the- it. The first few, the, okay, so like the first season, actually, the first few episodes were like full length movies because they were originally made for Showtime. And then it did so well on Showtime um, that they made it in a series for sci fi. So actually, I think the second episode almost does turn into one. Oh, yeah. Egghead <laughs> sent me his uh, promo, so we should probably play that too before we are done tonight. So I'm going to pull that up now. Here it comes. All righty then, as you all should know, that last night's promo was basically me saying I will do whatever it takes to win against Cobra, and last night with my first video for Actual Mania, I pretty much made my point, but you know what, just to secure my... Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Do you hear that noise in the background? Will you, Do you will hear you that noise? Take my money. I wonder what it scammers. is. Yeah! I no! wonder what it is. Oh, oh. Dude, do you hear what's running? Yeah. Egghead, Egghead's bathtub. Do I tease? No. Do I tease? Do I tease a little bit? Do I hit? Do I hit? No. I'm not going to give you what I'm doing right now. Oh my god, he's naked, dude. No, no, he's no. naked. Dude, you were in the mirror naked for a second there, Egghead. Whoa. Is he about to go Augustus Gloop on us? Augustus Sopped up in that chocolate river we're going to show each and every one of you people at home oh my what God. I'm actually going to be doing for my wig. Egghead, Egghead, did you realize that there was a mirror there? Egghead, no. why, are you, why are you sending everyone your nudes? Why are you sending everyone your nudes? <laughs> I, was, I was watching and nothing actually showed. Eggy two balls over here hanging down. A bit of Eggman. Nothing actually showed. An actual mini, but you hear that sound in the background. That's my, that's me secure. Wear clothes when you make uh, videos, Egghead. Please, please. Like a shirt. Please, Egghead. My victory. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
Look at him in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've came to talk to you again. This is horrifying because you have this face in is the front he, and then that in the back. Is he naked? And you can even see like where's, the phone. Too. Where's uh <laughs> where's Egghead's friend? Uh I I need to know. The mini Groot in the background looks I'm like I'm afraid it's to watch to any more of this. Here. He has been <laughs> We all need somebody help. He's been <laughs> he's been conveniently covered every time, but it's only been like a few seconds. Uh, is he naked? I think he's naked. got some shorts on. I don't know. I think he's got some trunks on. I hope he's got some trunks on. <laughs> I hope he's got some... <laughs> I don't want to watch the rest of, of this. I'm afraid uh, to. Yeah. I am very afraid. <laughs> I, I think we'd have better luck playing the Kevin Smith footage of Prince. <laughs> than, uh, yeah. than this. This will get us taken down for sure. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get taken down to at least have a choice in the matter. Come on down. Tell me how y'all doing. What the fuck is that on his nose? It's, uh, well, Egghead's got beautiful eyes. So God had to s strike his face with something in between them to, to, <laughs> to pull your attention off of his beautiful eyes. Oh, he's got beautiful eyes and a fleck of shit right here. <laughs> but they're very beautiful <laughs> a fleck eyes. Of shit. <laughs> they're they're very beautiful eyes. Oh my god! You it's know, honestly, like, just having the bathtub running would have been enough. It's it's <laughs> yeah yeah, and like having a shirt on. Yeah, having yeah, a shirt that's, on that's, is is helpful. Well, I don't know. I mean, he wanted to go all in, so I mean, you got all in. But I just I don't know. Maybe that was pushing it. I am curious how like the rest of that goes though, but I don't. I'm think gonna it's pre screen it. I'm gonna pre screen it. Ben's got to check for any hanging twigs, <laughs> stray eggs. Yeah, <laughs> the egg basket hangs too low. He does like a hop, <laughs> skip, and a jump up in the air and clicks his heel together like it's a Chevrolet commercial from the early '90s. <laughs> like a cock. <laughs> You see the, the egg baskets. <laughs> <laughs> just, just oh qualified. You're like, oh, well, the carpet matches the curtain. That sucks. <laughs> Very gingerly. Yeah, it looks like the trouble with Tribbles down there. I will the say, I will say, though, that was cringy. Yeah. He's, he's still you got think? it. He's still got it. I feel exhausted now. Just by watching that, I feel like physically <laughs> exhausted. You've been tapped out. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, break it up, ref. Break it up. Yeah, look at the people in the chat. My brain hurts. Egghead is trying to show us his other egghead. <laughs> <laughs> How can I one-up that? Yeah, Mickey Richards. Show us your egghead. Oh, okay. oh he will. No, <laughs> he don't will. ask for that. Yeah, Mickey Richards will. He's that's why Mickey he's the Richards, cringerweight champion. He does it in a way that's uh, more abusive. <laughs> I feel like it's it's lacking any sort of consent. 
Like we kind of consent to Egghead because he's like the dopey fool that accidentally shows off his nether region. Mickey Rich is just like the flasher outside of the YMCA when it's teen night. He didn't night. show anything though. Like I was watching in the mirror. Of course, like, yeah, yeah. I think what was funnier was that you in the mirror you just see the visual of this flabby man screaming into the phone. It's just funnier <laughs> than that's in the foreground. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Egghead's launching an OnlyFans. Yes. <laughs> Honey Milk Cash and OnlyFans. Everyone go <laughs> check out Honey Milk's OnlyFans. Have you ever seen that, the Chris Hansen thing? He's he's like, no. it, it was a cameo where Chris Hansen was advertising for a cam girl. <laughs> he's like, Honey Milk is starting an OnlyFans. I'm looking, at the starting only yeah. I'm looking at the transcripts. <sighs> yeah. I'm looking at the transcripts, and her content won't get you five to ten. <laughs> right. I like how Chris <laughs> referred to all the the victims as his his was it his daughters or his girls or something. Yeah, it was kind of cringy, and it was also a little creepy. Like when that stuff started happening, I was kind of done with the whole thing. I'm just like, yeah, okay, I did what I needed to do. But then, you know, it just started falling off into the Davi vanity shit and exclusivity. But he would say shit like that. And I'm like, yeah, but you also threw all these people completely the fuck under the bus, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the Hanson M.O. right there. But it's funny, too, is you can get him to say anything in, in the cameo, too. Somebody got him to say, like, he supports maps yep. and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that one. It's pretty funny. And then he got mad about it. He's like, and, and somebody, I don't even know what the fuck he said in his video. I'm like, yeah, but you chose to fucking just make content where you say anything, like you're on Fiverr or something. I, I, laughed, I laughed hard because of, uh, because Chris Hansen, was like I knew the point that Chris Hansen had become like a full on like drama streamer on YouTube <laughs> when he was like, well, maybe Repshion just isn't supporting me to cover up drama in his own life. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe he did that. He actually I went there. And you are glue. That's that's like uh, it's it, he he jumped into like Chris Hansen blood sports right there. <laughs> yeah, Well, I mean, even, even Jeff has called him literally a drama streamer before, and he's not wrong. Well, yeah. Repshion, what about your girlfriend's anti-Semitism? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the Ignore fuck? the fact that I'm over a million dollars in debt. Right. And these long... Well, he said, like, long-resolved issues on something, and I'm like, long-resolved? You still have a shitload of money to owe people, dude. So, I don't know. I just... I... I... I jumped out of it. It wasn't worth it. Hold on. It. Egghead, are you naked in that video? Oh, shit. Now that you're here? Egghead. Yes, I am a cartography enthusiast. You're right. Okay, Egghead, you scared the fuck out of us because, like, you look like you're naked. Like, you walked away from the mirror, and <laughs> it got just to the point of where your pants or underwear should have started, and then you, like, turn the corner. So, like, every time I'm like... Does he not realize that there's mirrors in the background? Like, uh, so so you were not naked during the filming of this video. You nasty. 
<laughs> you nasty. That's what he says. You nasty. <laughs> but, nasty. Egghead. <laughs> he says pinky promise. That's the problem. We don't want to see your little pinky, dude. Right. <laughs> All righty then. As you all should know, that last night's promo. Watch this, egghead, and you'll understand our concern, okay? <laughs> was basically me saying I will do whatever it takes to win against Cobra. And last night, with my first video for Actual Mania, I pretty much made my point. But you know what? Just to secure my fucking win. Do you hear that noise in the background? Do you hear that noise? I wonder what it is. I wonder what it is. Oh, oh, do I tease, do I tease, do I tease a little bit, do I hit, do I hit? No, I'm not going to give you what I'm doing right now. All right, see? <laughs> okay, I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried right now, okay? Now. Oh, my God. <laughs> because we're going to show each and, look, and every one of you. We can't, you know, I'm having trouble <laughs> telling where your back ends and your ass begins, too. Like, it's like, you know. People at home, oh what I'm actually going to be doing for my win at Actual Mania. But you hear that sound in the background. That's my, that's me securing my victory for Actual Mania. And now, now you're naked in the background here. Beth a la Bailey's is coming. Bath a la Bailey's is coming. Bath a la Bailey's. Bath a la Bailey's. He kind of like makes me think that he was doing that on purpose too, because he looks like he was inching the phone over. You know, is that is that a Harry Potter spell? That's how a he Harry looks. Potter. That's how Bath he looks at his Bailey's. own ass. Ta -da! <laughs> you know how you need like two mirrors to see behind you. To like see the back of your head and and your ass and everything, yeah. That, kinda, that's how I he looks at his with a rag on a stick. Oh. <laughs> Bart, <laughs> obese Bart Simpson. I wash myself with a rag on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, it looks like I accidentally showed my ass on camera. <laughs> <laughs> So we're gonna go in a in a couple minutes here. Uh, uh, did we read all the streamlabs yet, or do we got some new ones? I got them pulled back up all here. Right. Uh, again, Coop Car gave us big love. Catherine uh, DeRoe gave us big love. Camden Stokes gave us some love. Thank you. First disciple of Nev gave us that big love. Tyler Severner said, "Get this goal, boys and girls. They deserve an Oscar." Shit. Uh, Neon Noir says, "Here's to you." Thank you again for that. And uh, Two Guns No Ammo says, you're all sexy princes to me. Canvin Stokes again says, have monkey. I think he meant to have money. And then Mr. Peepers uh, gave us that big love, too, uh, for the cottage cheese uh, and bugles, barbecue bugles. You want them cheese horns. And uh, Stevie's, uh, Stevie's fart pussy. Well, I don't know what that was about. <laughs> fart pussy. Yeah. Um... And hopefully uh, we'll get to see the rest of this Onision interview eventually here. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I was, I'm, I'm excited to, to see more of that. <laughs> Any interview the guy does, I'm, I'm always excited to see, to be honest with you, because I just love somebody that cannot help but incinerate themselves completely unintentionally. <laughs> yeah. Stream uh, News yeah. says that Onision has more to say about me, and I, I kind of want to know what he has to say. Yeah, and Real um, Stream did a stream, but it was about 
release like it, he did a stream and made it look like part two was part of it but i watched yeah. it and it was just like him talking about it and then he watched some of our stream and that was it so yeah okay why i don't know probably probably got content some for content's sakes i guess yeah, probably got some donos <laughs> don't know baby probably got some donos i made a couple bucks don't know so I think we are going to wrap up the show, Stevie. <laughs> thanks for joining us All right. tonight. Yeah, not a problem, guys. Anytime, anytime. It was great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we will see the rest of you uh, on Tuesday. Tuesday. Good night, everybody. Tuesday. Good night. <laughs>